0: Welcome back to Second and Short. It is Monday, November 13th, 2023. We are approaching the end of an exhilarating NFL Week 10 that has been full of touchdowns, full of game-winning field goals, and everything. We had college football Week 11, which started with Jim Harbaugh receiving a three-game suspension and ended with the firing of Jimbo Fisher. A whole lot happened in between... But that's where it starts and ends, and then the MLB offseason is heating up. Free agency is a hot topic right now in the streets, and we're definitely going to talk about it. So today, we're going over NFL Week 10 recap, all the games from Sunday, including Sunday night football once it gets going, and then we'll be going through our MLB free agent predictions. So we've got 10 of the top free agents this offseason. We're going to predict where they're going. It's all right. It's not even a prediction. It's we know this is exactly where that guy's going, and that's what's going to (laughs) happen. And then we'll go through all the college football stuff. Week 11 recap, RCFP top 10, next week in college football, and then we'll round it out with Stake Your Claim. Colin, are you ready to talk about this fantastic week in the NFL?
1: Absolutely, man. It was an exciting day today.
0: Oh, yeah. Very, very exciting day in the NFL, so let's go ahead and get it started. Colin, we start off with a little bit of a preview for everything. There was 60 touchdowns scored before Sunday Night Football, so uh, buckle up. These are some long recaps, but not this one. We start off in Frankfurt, Germany. This game gets no recap. Colts versus Patriots. The Colts win 10-6, and I chose to watch Premier League soccer this morning instead of this game, and I made the right choice.
1: Yeah, this game was fucking awful.
0: Yeah. Oh, my
1: God. There was no thrown touchdown pass.
0: Nope. There was uh, a rushing touchdown by Jonathan Taylor, and that's it. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Three field more, goals were the only other points.
1: More interceptions than touchdowns.
0: Yeah. So
1: each, every quarterback that touched the field had <laughs> an interception. Yeah. And, and yeah. just
0: so y'all know, that's three total quarterbacks that touched the field. Yeah, Bailey Zappi with an all-time fake spike underthrown pass. And speaking of underthrown passes, Mac Jones' interception was <laughs> ten times worse. Like, I've never seen a, a receiver more open get a more underthrown pass.
1: Yeah, dude, that was horrible. And they got him benched as yeah. he deserved. Yeah. Bill Belichick but- was Living.
0: Who the fuck told Bailey Zappi to run a fake spike and thought it was going to end well?
1: The dude wasn't even open. He had two yeah, guys covering him. That's what him. I'm saying. Even if that horrible. ball's not over or underthrown, that's like it's not going to get completed either way.
0: Yeah. All things considered, Michael Pittman Jr. had a good game. Eight receptions, 84 yards. Demario Douglas, six receptions, 84 yards. Um, Ramondre Stevenson had a decent game. 20 carries, 88 yards. Probably one of his more efficient games of the season. Um, Yeah, overall, like, not much happening. A lot of defensive uh, usage for uh, the Colts. Zaire Franklin, 15 total tackles, 12 solo.
1: Yeah, what's crazy is that Zach Moss didn't get more touches. Like, they just absolutely almost just completely took him out of the game plan.
0: today. Yeah, which was really weird. Like, didn't get a single target, uh, you know, out of the backfield and only got one carry.
1: Yeah, I like, he's been playing too well to completely cut him out. Yeah. In my opinion.
0: Yeah, no, I definitely agree. Um, but, like, the the New England, you know, just Mac Jones himself got sacked five times. But, like, New England couldn't even get to Gardner Minshew. He didn't get sacked once. Just a crazy, an awful way to start off the, the week. But what a great week it turned out to be.
1: Yeah, but, you know, I'm good to just skip past this game because this game fucking sucks
0: yeah this one's a waste of time so we'll start with Texans versus Bengals and Joe Burrow was acting like a stingray hitting Trenton Steve Irwin in the chest with a kill shot touchdown Bengals and CJ Stroud was singing nursery rhymes in the second quarter as he finds sorry as he finds Tank Dell he finds Tank Dell Hi-ho the Dario. He finds Tank Dell, and the Texans tie it up at seven. Then the Texans have been dogging the Bengals on the ground, and they can't stop a Devin single-terrier from reaching the end zone. Texans up 27. And then Joe Bowser finds a peach to Jamario Chase. And I wonder if he might. Oh, God. I, w- <laughs> I wonder <laughs> if we might see a Nintendo lead switch. Get it?
2: Yeah. I the new get Mario
0: it. game. Super Mario yeah. Wonder? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Perfect. Okay. D'Amico Ryans told CJ Stroud, let me see you do it. And he sees the Bengals' defense open up, and he goes right through it, left through it, right through it. Okay. Joe <laughs> Joe Burrow and CJ trade interceptions, and the Bengals start mixing it up as Joe runs one in for six, and the Bengals trail by three. In this weekend, Tyler wants to be a star boyd, and he gets the 64-yard reception to set up the game-tying field goal. But the NFL doesn't pay for overtime, and CJ and the Stroud boys drive down the field, set up the practice squad kicker, Matt Amendola, who sinks the game-winning field goal, and the Texans halt the momentum of the surging Bengals. Texans win 30-27. to
1: I'm convinced CJ Stroud's the best at just driving down the field in less than a minute.
0: Yeah, it's crazy. Like there like, is n- there's no such thing we say this about every single quarterback that's ever led a game winning drive. You can't leave any time on the clock for CJ Stroud. And he's a no, rookie. <laughs> this is literally his ninth game. Yeah, dude, and
1: speaking of rookies, Tank Dell with 14 targets? Yeah. And then also, you have Noah Brown with back-to-back weeks with over 150 yards.
0: 172 yards on seven receptions in this game, and he didn't even get a touchdown.
1: That's absurd, dude. Crazy. Like, it's absolutely crazy. Yeah, but the run game, I'm ver- crazy. I'm very impressed with Devin Singletary. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm going to be honest. He, Damian Pierce is not going to have an RB1 spot when he comes back.
0: No. <laughs> not at all. Not at all. <laughs> it's going to be um, – An interesting time when uh, Nico Collins comes back.
1: But early on, you know, it seemed like C.J. Stroud was trying to throw this away. You know, two early fumbles and then a pick later on, three turnovers. But that got canceled out by 356 passing yards and a touchdown. Yeah. Two two total touchdowns because he rushed one in.
0: Yeah. But, like, down the line for the receivers on that team, like Dalton Schultz, four receptions, 71 yards. You already talked about Tank Dell, six receptions, 56 yards, and a touchdown. But, like... He was kind of spreading it out. John Mechie gets two receptions. Mike Boone had two receptions out of the backfield. Singletary had a reception. Robert Woods got found. Robert Woods also almost had a touchdown, but he stepped out the back of the end zone. Um, Yeah, just an all-around fantastic game by the Texans' offense. And they only let up one sack that they didn't lose any yards on, which is crazy. Um, Like Trey Hendrickson, I know he got a little bit banged up in that game, but still... And then on the Bengals' side, you have two guys go off for over 100 receiving yards. Jamar Chase, five receptions, 124 yards, and a touchdown, including a 64-yard touchdown. And then Tyler Boyd also had a long of 64. His not for a touchdown, but he had eight receptions, 117 yards. And then Trenton Irwin with a touchdown catch, two receptions, 54 yards, and a long of 32 yards. Like Tanner Hudson, a great tight end in this game. Six receptions, 33 yards on seven targets. These guys were firing on all cylinders. Joe Burrow looked great, and Joe Mixon was okay. Got the touchdown that kind of brought it close. But all around, a good offensive performance by them as well. But the sacks killed him. They gave up four sacks for 33 yards, and it was clearly a difference maker in this game.
1: Yeah, and three of those sacks came from Sheldon Rankins. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And, and then dang.
1: Jonathan Greenard or Grenard or whatever, yeah. however you say it. Grenard. Got the other one. But Sheldon Rankin is the racket in three. Like, that's it. Like, well, that's insane. Like, that's crazy.
0: Yeah, and then you have interceptions coming from DeAndre Houston Carson and uh, Shaquille Griffin as well that were huge. So, yeah, just a insane game. And just what a way to start off in the 1 o'clock slate. With this, these two teams, but multiple other great games. Let's get into the next one, Saints vs. Vikings. This recap begins with our weekly plea for a mental health check on Alexander Madison as Ty Chandler, the backup running back after Cam Akers went out, gets the direct snap and runs it in for the Vikings to make it a 10-3 game. Then Joshua Dobby says he's no longer a house elf, and he runs free for the touchdown, 17-3 Vikings. And then they get in the holiday spirit as Dobbs hangs, ones up, hangs one up for TJ Stockingson and stuffs it in for six. The Vikings are running away with it in the first half. Derek Carr goes down, and we get the Buccaneers all-time touchdown leader and crab leg aficionado Jameis Winston in the game. He makes an immediate impact, finding Chris Olave for a crazy touchdown catch in the back of the end zone. They convert the two-point conversion And it is 27-11 Vikings. But Jameis Winston, though he may not not be able to read a defense, he sure can spell as he throws it right at A.T. Perry for the touchdown. Now the Saints have life, only trailing by 8 with 11 minutes to go. But the Vikings shut him down, and Josh Dobbs balled out again in his second start, Minnesota 27, Saints 19.
1: Yeah, Josh Dobbs is almost perfect.
0: Yeah, he He was was twenty three for
1: twenty four. Two hundred and sixty-eight yards. And like like we say, every week he gets his rushing touchdown. No matter what team he plays for, he gets a rushing touchdown.
0: Yeah, it's is absurd how good he is at doing it. And when it came to New Orleans, I did not expect Jameis to play that well. I know he threw two picks. He's he's always gonna be even. He's always gonna throw as many picks as touchdowns. That's what he does. But Getting two touchdowns was huge. Like, definitely put them back in this game, which Derek Carr wasn't. You know, he didn't really do much in the first half, and Jameis kind of opened it up a little bit, put some pressure on the Vikings, who had a really bad second half offensively, but defense turned up in, like, the last, you know, 11 minutes and and shut them down.
1: Yeah, I will say something that I was surprised is that Taysom Hill was almost a non-factor. Yeah. They did not use him. Yeah. And that's crazy looking at what he's done the past couple weeks that really helped your team win.
0: Yeah, I agree. Like, how and also Alvin Kamara not getting the ball at all. He had five, what, six less carries than Ty Chandler?
1: Mm -hmm. That's insane.
0: Yeah, but TJ Hawkinson is showing out as uh, Josh Dobbs' favorite target. 11 receptions on 15 targets, 134 yards, and a touchdown.
1: That's insane.
0: Yeah, crazy. And then Olave had a great game. He got the touchdown as well as six receptions, 94 yards. You know, we talked about A.T. Perry, the rookie. His first career touchdown came in this game, and not many other guys having a huge impact. I will say Alvin Kamara, seven targets, seven receptions, 33 yards. It's pretty solid. Uh, Sunday night football has begun, and uh, Garrett Wilson with a ridiculous reception. We'll talk about him later. But just – uh. Pretty solid game by the Vikings
1: Yeah I, w- I do want to correct myself I read the stat line wrong I said 23 out of 24 It was definitely 23 out of
0: 34 for Josh Dobbs You know what? I thought it was I, the same th- I also thought it said 23 out of 24
1: Like it didn't I didn't realize until I was looking at uh, TJ Hogginson's receptions and targets I was like wait a minute that <laughs> I just <got> that up. <laughs> Yeah, that's... I was like how oh, the
0: fuck <laughs> Alright stat correction 34 attempts Um What's about to happen? Oh I think, no! I, I think that Cole was a was forward that pass. pass. That's a shuffle pass. Okay. Okay. Um. Back, <laughs> back, back to what yeah, we were talking about. Back in, yeah, back in. Vikings played a, a great game. Probably, I'd say one of their better defensive performances this season. Though they gave up the the two touchdowns to Jameis. The first half that they played against Derek Carr was fantastic.
1: Yeah, I mean the Saints' O line could not stop the Neil Hunter or yeah. uh, DJ him. so. Like, but there was just a lot more pressure than normal. Usually, this Vikings defense is one of the worst in the leagues. Harrison Smith really stepped up. Jordan Hicks really stepped up uh, to really put constant pressure on those wideouts and on Derek Carr and Jameis Winston.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It was a, a great performance by the Vikings who have really turned things around, um, you know, considering five, Kirk five Cousins straight. tore his Achilles a couple of weeks ago.
1: Yeah, that's five straight wins for the Vikings to put them in second place in their division yeah. behind the Lions. Yeah. So they're Huge. they're putting themselves in great spot for uh at least a like a wild card spot in the playoff.
0: Definitely. Uh, but let's move on to the next game, Packers-Steelers. And the Steelers get it started on the first drive of the game. As Harris says, Najee see me, Najee don't. And he appears in the end zone for the touchdown, but the Packers were hungry. And they resorted to Jameis Winston's favorite meal, dubs. Jordan Love finds his way, or uh, Jordan Love finds him in the back of the end zone for the score. Then Jordan Love tosses one deep to Jaden Reed and leaves the Steelers looking like Floyd Mayweather because they're a defensive but Reed beats them every time. Now a four-point game after the missed extra point, and then two field goals from each team, but the game ends like a 2011 romantic comedy as the Packers' last attempt goes to KZ, stupid love, and the Steelers win 23-19. Did nice. you like the crazy stupid love joke? Nice. Pretty nice. solid. It was, it was okay. <laughs> I think it was but, pretty
1: good. But man, it's just like when am I gonna stop putting my trust in Aaron Jones to be able yeah. to put up points? Like
0: AJ Dillon had a way more efficient day for sure. Yeah. But also uh, what, a long uh, of forty, so eight other carries to get thirty yards. So you know.
1: Yeah. But the Pittsburgh running game was absolutely efficient hands yeah. down. Yeah, Jalen Warren, 15 carries, 101 yards. And you had Najee Harris, 16 carries for 82 yards. Yeah, and Both each of
0: them the, get a touchdown.
1: Exactly. Like, that's... Yeah,
0: that's how this run game should work for, for Pittsburgh. Um, I think it's obvious that Kenny needs to not throw the ball a lot. Yeah. And he didn't, and he didn't throw a pick. Though he didn't throw a touchdown, and nobody had a good game in the receiving game. Um it's still a much better complete performance for this team.
1: Yeah. Also, I'm looking right now. Luke Musgrave, two catches from 64 yards as a tight end. Crazy. The fuck?
0: Crazy stuff.
1: But, yeah, no, this is like a very weird game to keep up with. Yeah, it was. You know, not a lot happening in the air for the Steelers, but it was the complete opposite for the Packers. The only way they can score is from the air.
0: Yeah, like uh, Christian Watson, a tough day. Seven targets, two receptions. Two of his targets were interceptions, <laughs> which sucks. One of them in the end zone and one of them to keep the Packers alive at the end of the game. Um, but, yeah, just uh, kind of a slow game, but solid defense from both sides. TJ Watt um, passed uh, J.J. Watt, I think, in um, – I don't know if it was career sacks. It was some stat. Uh, TJ passed JJ in, uh, which is pretty cool. Um, And uh, that was their only sack of the game. And the same on the other side. One sack for them. It comes from uh, Preston Smith. But, yeah, a a solid game on both sides, just not the offense you're typically looking for, which neither of these teams were going to ever bring you.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: But uh, speaking of no offense, let's get into the next game. Mm. <laughs> Titans, mm-hmm. Buccaneers, and uh, Baker makes a white boy connection with his running back, and Rashad White does all the work for the 43-yard touchdown. And then Baker finds Mike Vick Evans, who dogs the Titans' D and fights for the touchdown. The Titans fail to score a touchdown, and Mike Trout Evans' efforts get him MVP, most valuable pirate, and the Buccaneers win 20-6. to <laughs> uh great game was, by mike Evans. Thank yeah you.
1: absolutely six, six receptions
0: 143 and a touchdown
1: absolutely yeah and his one touchdown man he was dragging like three different people yeah that's impressive as hell uh but you want to talk about inefficient man derrick henry's running game
0: <laughs> 11 carries 24 yards don't really? forget
1: about his one catch for negative four yards.
0: <laughs> Dude, don't throw Derrick Henry the ball. That's bullying.
1: Yeah. That's why you got Tajay Spears. Yeah. Tajay Spears, whatever. Yeah. Uh, But, you know, man, Nick Folk missed. I think as soon as he missed that field goal, the momentum for the Titans really just, like, went down.
0: Yeah. It killed him.
1: Because, listen, if he makes that field goal, it's 7-6 going into halftime. Mm-hmm. Much closer game Even though 7-3 is still pretty close But coming out The Buccaneers put up 10 points To Tennessee's 0 points Yeah Like the Titans literally kicked a field goal in the first Kicked a field goal in the fourth
0: And that's it, that's it. Yeah, they're now 0-5 on the road Yikes Brutal But uh, now I can say Because Luke tried to like attack me On Friday's episode Trying to say that Will Levis had a bad game Against the Steelers Which he did. He had a bad game, but this is a bad game. Nineteen for thirty-nine, one ninety-nine, and one pick. He got sacked four times.
1: Yep. So we got one boom and two bus. Yeah. So far, is is, did we just overhype Will Levis after one game?
0: Could could have been the case. Gonna be honest,
1: playing a pretty poor Atlanta defense. He was one guy had almost all the targets. DeAndre Hopkins against, you know. Guess what DeAndre
0: did in this game? Got eight targets, three receptions, 27 yards. That's the second straight game where I think he's had uh, five more targets or five or more targets more than his receptions. Brutal. Absolutely brutal. Um, And honestly, like the defenses weren't amazing in this game either, but the Buccaneers defense just played as good as they usually do, and uh, they shut down uh, the run game. So that's the biggest thing you have to do against the Titans, and they did it. So yeah, the Buccaneers win it 20-6. to Rather uneventful game. So let's move into a pretty eventful game. 49ers First, Jags. The Jags on a hot streak. The 49ers looking to turn things around on a three-game losing streak. And Brock gets the Purdy started. And Brandon says, anything you can do, I can do better. The Niners with an early lead, 7-0. And then Brock Purdy throws one deep to his tight end. And the Jags secondary gets Kittle cooked for a 66-yard touchdown as the 49ers chip away at the Jags' five-game win streak. Debo Samuel L. Jackson receives the handoff, and the hitman follows his bodyguards to the end zone for the touchdown. And then Purdy rolls out to the right, sees that the juice is on the loose, and finds Kyle Juszczyk, who drives through the Jags like a Ford Bronco, for the six. And the domination is complete. The 49ers win 34-3. to You know, at one
1: point at the end of this game, it was Sam Darnold versus C.J. Bathard. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah, that's uh But Christian McCaffrey's touchdown streak does yeah. come to an end. Yeah, tied for the record at seventeen.
1: Oh man, that's horrible. Sucks. That's horrible, man. Is Christian McCaffrey Christian, washed? Is, is is he out of his prime? Question mark? His
0: prime ended on the bye week. <laughs> just, just so y'all know, we're not being serious. Christian McCaffrey's still the best running yeah. back in the he game. He still had 16 like, carries for 95 yards, and he had six receptions for 47 yards. He's fine.
1: Yeah, like, he, he's going to get a touchdown next week. Yeah. So all He's you, not all Alexander you, Madison. All you gamblers, just, you know, have faith.
0: Yeah, keep betting that anytime touchdown scorer.
1: Yeah, they got fucked this yeah. week.
0: But this was Kittle's week with oh, oh my yeah. god, three receptions, 116 yards and a touchdown. Ugh. Wild. Christian Kirk had right. a great game, though, for the Jags, despite how bad the team yeah. was. Uh, he had 104 yards, and um, as a team, they had 162 passing yards.
1: Yeah, talk about washed. Calvin
0: Ridley? Yeah, Calvin Ridley has been very inefficient and cannot get open.
1: Yeah, like, he's just he's struggling this season. He's had, like, what, two good games, I think? Yeah, he had, like, that week
0: one was insane, I think. And then, like, week three or something, he was crazy good. But, yeah, it's just uh, it's interesting.
1: Mm, Talk about insane, dude. I know you got to check out Devontae Adams' one-handed catch right here. Oh, in
0: traffic, too. Damn. This is a good-ass game so far. Yeah. (laughs) Highlight plays-wise, it's a good game. Yeah. Um, I also need him to not catch the ball even though I have a huge lead in fantasy. Uh um, Yeah, you're you're chilling. Look, he's got four players. They could combine for 90 points to get the comeback. Probably. We'll see. Probably. We'll but see. yeah,
1: overall a complete domination for the 49ers. Yeah. Um Yeah, Trevor Lawrence had a stinker. 17 for 29, only 185 yards and two picks. So Yeah.
0: Not the best. Yeah, now the Jags have all three of their losses this season come at home. Crazy. Crazy. But let's move on to arguably one of the best games of the week. Browns versus Ravens. And on the second play of the game, Kyle Lewis Hamilton tips Watson's pass to himself, and Browns sorry, the Browns are not for stopping him now, and he's off to the races for the pick six. And then East Carolina Pirate Keaton Mitchell says, I'm the captain now, as he sets sail for the 39-yard journey to the end zone. And fuck it, I'm running back a joke from earlier. Lamar and Odell, Lamar and Odell, hi-ho the (laughs) day, Lamar and Odell. They connect for a 40-yard touchdown and a commanding 24-9 lead. But as per usual, this is a Browns game. So say it with me now. Hunt. Punch. Hunt. Uh, Punch. Hunt. Punch. Hunt. Punch. Hunt. Punch. Hunt. Punch. Kareem Hunt from three yards out gets the Browns their first touchdown of the game. And Deshaun gets the two point to make it a seven point game. And another regular of the second and short NFL recap makes his appearance as the Gus Bus makes another stop in the end zone for the third consecutive week. And the Ravens take a 31-19 lead. But Deshaun Watson always wants more, and he finds him. Elijah catches the 10-yard touchdown, and they start to bring it back. On the next drive, Greg heffley Newsome makes Lamar look like a wimpy kid as he picks it off and takes it to the house but the browns miss the extra point and lamario lopez and the ravens think they've been saved by the bell but dustin hopkins is too young to remember that show he drills the game winning 40 yard field goal and the browns take down the storming ravens 33-31
1: ooh great game what a game great game Just you know the absurd. first drive first drive deshaun watson man i thought this shit was chalked yeah like but then old deshaun watson Came out and played oh,
0: fucking phenomenal. Which old Deshaun Watson? You know, I'm gonna throw like back at Clemson Deshaun Watson. Okay, cool. There's a yeah, certain talk- <laughs> there's a I'm certain talk- old Deshaun we don't want in the game. Yeah.
1: No. But dude, it's like is it time to start taking the over on anytime touchdown for Kareem Hunt? <laughs> you know, we're getting hunt true. punches every it's week. True.
0: Like, Same for Gus also- Edwards. <laughs>
1: Also, look at Keaton Mitchell. Yeah. Look at his long real quick. (laughs) Now look at his total rushing yards.
0: But he had a touchdown.
1: It's not very good. But he also had a catch for 32 yards.
0: Yeah, three carries, 34 rushing yards on a long of 39, but the rushing touchdown. And, um, yeah, the catch, a 32-yard catch as well. Um, Zay Flowers, redeeming himself a little bit this week, five receptions, 73 yards on six targets. Um But really, the Ravens didn't have to do much. Like It seems like they would have run way more plays on offense considering they had 31 points. But I think the Kyle Hamilton defensive touchdown early in the game just kind of kept them off the field so long at the start that it seems like the Browns were just on the field so much more.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Time of possession-wise, yeah, the Browns were on the field for almost 10 more minutes than the Ravens him um yeah jerome ford a fantastic game 17 carries 107 yards a 6.3 average with only a long of 28 um uh, deshaun really didn't do all that much it, a lot of moving down the field was done by jerome ford and also just getting into good territory with the two picks off lamar but amari amari uh, cooper a great game six receptions 98 yards
1: Yeah, same with David and Joku, six receptions, 58 yards. Both of those receivers uh, on nine targets. Yeah. So, you know, we know who Deshaun's favorite guys are, but it's nice to see Elijah Moore start getting worked in a little bit more as that wide receiver, too.
0: Yeah, and we had uh, on the defensive side for the Ravens, Jadavian Clowney with two sacks. Uh, Dafe Owe with a sack and uh, Justin Madubike with a sack. And then for the Browns, you had half a sack, uh, I believe, split between Greg Newsom and uh, Jeremiah Owusu Koromora. And then uh, Zadarius Smith split one with Miles Garrett. Miles Garrett also got one on his own. But yeah, just a, a really good game. And of course, Greg Newsom um, with the pick six and Kyle Hamilton getting a pick six in this game. Fantastic defense, but also you get the points that you're looking for out of a, a crazy AFC North rivalry.
1: Yeah. Um, is it time to check Miles Garrett for steroids?
0: Uh
1: maybe. Maybe. The dude the dude's just doing non human things. Like he yeah. looks insane on the field.
0: He does. And like he's not even getting that many sacks. Like nine and a half is quite a bit. But it's the pressure. Yeah. It's the amount the pressure.
1: of pressure he puts on. Like Lamar was scrambling all day. Yeah like it's insane
0: it it was it was a crazy, crazy game to watch for sure, um but yeah the uh the browns end up taking it, and now the Ravens fall to seven and three. Let's move on to the next game um oh, just hmm. bad, just do bad. we have to we, do we have to? we do because I wrote about the game, and we have to talk about it. the Falcons versus the cardinals, yeah. All right, well, Taylor Heineke wants his first pair of victory Jordans with the Falcons, so he links up with Scotty Pippen-Miller for the touchdown to get things started in Arizona. And Matt Prater kicked two field goals to bring the game within one, but Arthur Smith finally pulled his head out of his ass and lets Bijan run free in his home state. Bijan punches one in, makes it 14-6, and the Cardinals doing their 50-cent interpolation after uh, Kyler kept one and took it to the house saying, mini man many, mini mini-mini-mini-mini-man. And after some field goals, Clayton Toon entered the game on the goal line just for the QB sneak, and he converts it for the Cardinals' lead late in the third. Taylor Heineke goes down with injury, so in steps Desmond should have got rid of you when we had the chance, and he runs one in to make it a one-point game, and the Falcons fail the two-point conversion. And then Kyler assumes the role of IGL. Trey McBride team wipes, allowing the Cardinals to rotate to field goal territory and sets up Matt Prater for the final kill cam. Cardinals win 25 23.
1: This is so bad.
0: Yeah, it's, like, uh, it's the fall of the Falcons. It, it, this is Arthur Smith's job right here.
1: Gone. Yeah. Like, yeah, we get it. Kyler comes back on the same weekend that COD launches. Yeah, he's going to play good. Yeah. But. Come on. This is a game we should have won. Yeah. It's the fucking 100%. Arizona Cardinals, man.
0: Yeah. Uh, like they sorry. literally they lose that game, they they still have a good chance at the number 1 overall pick. Yeah. Now you're like actually contending with it. <laughs>
1: Yeah, right. It like, like the, the you're, Bears you're are going to
0: take the Panthers' first pick. The Bears have three wins now because they beat the Panthers. So you're kind of like you can't win another game this yeah, season no. if you want number two.
1: But They think they still got a shot in their division or something? Fuck no. <laughs> they have no chance. Yeah, no, not not at all. But, uh, you know, of course De- we lose when Desmond Ritter comes in. So. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, Granted, I wouldn't say he, it was his fault. Heineke no, was not great. No, not at all. But Bijan had a fantastic game. 22, 95 yards, one touchdown.
1: Yeah, some inefficient running. But...
0: I, I wouldn't say. I I think he just didn't break off a lot of long ones. Like his yeah, long was only 17.
1: He's just had a lot of, you know, run up the middle, try to get three to four yards.
0: Yeah, which works for me. That's what a running game supposed to be. You but, just uh, need a better passing game to fix it, and Heineke just didn't, just simply didn't throw the ball down the field.
1: Where's Cadero Hodge? Or Hodge?
0: Yeah. Where's-, where's Cadero Hodge? Hodge. Honestly, where's Jonu Smith? One reception, one yard on two targets. Kyle Pitts, I swear to God, this is like the best game he's had this year, and I know he caught a touchdown earlier this game, or earlier this season, but he got five targets. That's it's unheard of. <laughs>
1: Same amount of receptions as Drake London. Yeah, something's cooking in Atlanta. You know, Kyle Pitts about to have a breakout. No,
0: I, I don't think so. But Trey McBride, he's a real tight end. Eight oh. receptions, one hundred and thirty-one yards.
2: Woo! Oh.
0: crazy. Oh, yeah, fantastic game for him. But yeah, just uh, it's a shitter, man. Real, it sucks.
1: Real shitter. We don't have to talk about it anymore if you don't want to.
0: Yeah, shout out Nate Landman. With the uh the pick. Also, Youngway Koo, still best kicker in the league right now. He's only missed yeah. one field goal all season. Yeah. Great,
1: um, Georgia Southern. Yeah, good job.
0: Hail St- or uh, Hail Southern?
1: Hail! So you almost said Hail State. I, I, I almost did say Hail State. State. Yeah, yeah my I was guy.
0: Mississippi State. Um. <laughs> all right, next game cow,
1: though. Cowbell's in your head right now.
0: Yeah. Okay. This, this is a long one. Oh, Long recap here. Lions t- versus Chargers. and like an episode of iCarly, Gibby carries and takes it 35 yards and then punches it in for a one-yard touchdown in the Lions' lead 10-3. Back like he never left, Gibby finds himself on the one-yard line again and punches it in for another touchdown. But Justin Herbert must have seen the trailer for the new Good Burger sequel as he finds Keenan and Kel Allen to get the Chargers back in the game. And fun fact, in 2022, Montgomery, Alabama had a violent crime rate of 514 per 100,000 citizens. But David Montgomery beat the odds as he murdered the Chargers defense on a 75-yard touchdown. Then stone-cold Steve Austin Eckler was a stone-cold runner in the final seconds of the half as he breaks through for a touchdown. Justin Herbert threads the needle to find Jalen Guyton. To Gaitan? Gaitan? I don't know. To tie the game at 24. I didn't even write a joke about him because I don't know how to say his name. But the Egyptian god of the sun and air, Amen Ra, must have been hot to the touch as he flew through the Chargers' defense, untouched for six, and the Lions retake the lead. Then Quentin Johnston gets free on fourth and goal, reels one in to tie the game back up with his first career touchdown. And then Jared Goff finds his backup tight end as Brock goes right for the end zone, and the Lions regain the lead. Justin Herbert finds Keenan Tim Allen for six, and the Lions may be in big trouble, but the Lions remain the last man standing, and Riley Patterson drills the game winner. Lions win 41 38. Wow. Give
2: it!
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what a game by the running back tandem in Detroit. 12 carries, 116 yards, and a touchdown for David Montgomery. 14 carries, 77 yards, and two touchdowns for Jameer Gibbs, who also pulled in three receptions for 35 yards.
1: Yeah, this was the running back duo the Lions have been waiting to see all season.
0: Yeah, but they also had a fantastic passing game. Jared Goff, 23 for 33, two 333 yards, two <laughs> touchdowns, a lot of threes. Uh, Yeah, just crazy. And, and amon Ra, eight receptions on nine targets, 156 yards, and a touchdown.
1: Yeah, you know what's crazy? crazy? Not a single sack in this game.
0: Yeah, by either side.
1: And, like, both have really good defenses. Yeah. And not the best O-lines. I would probably say Detroit's O-line's better than the Chargers' O-line. But, you know, when you have, you know, Khalil Mack, Kenneth Murray Jr., Eric Kendricks, Derwin James, like, Joey Bosa. They got
0: five tackles for loss. The Chargers did. Yeah, So I'd give them that, but... They just couldn't get... Jared Goff down. Yeah, but like the Lions literally made one tackle in the backfield, and it was one tackle yeah. for loss, and that's it.
1: Yeah, that's I mean, crazy. they. The Chargers had a game plan to stop that defensive line. Yeah. So, kudos
0: to them. But too bad man, they didn't have a game plan to stop the offense.
1: Yeah, dude. <laughs> Detroit Lions seven and two on the season. They're four yeah. and one on the road.
0: Yeah, it's it's that's, a wild, wild. This wild is a team. this is a
1: great team.
0: Yeah, they just have ballers all over the place.
1: Yeah, and it's like they're like one of their losses was like a big hiccup against the Ravens. Yeah, you know, that just like
0: and the Ravens are a good team, too. Exactly, dude. So are the Lions
1: like second best in the NFC? Uh,
0: it's hard, it's hard to or, say. Or, I
1: mean, I guess right now, by
0: record, they're technically not because the Eagles only have one loss.
1: Yeah, that's why I said the second
0: best. Yeah, I don't know. It, it's tough to decide. I don't. We'll we'll have to see come playoff time. Yeah,
1: because I mean, if we look at it, let's let's look at the Lions. You know, rest of the schedule right now. They got the Bears next week. Dub. Yeah. They got the Packers next week. Should be a dub. Yep. They got the Saints. Dub. dub. Bears again. Dub. 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 Broncos. Dub. 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 Vikings might be interesting. Yeah,
0: might be interesting. Probably a dub.
1: Probably a dub. But then you got the Cowboys.
0: That one's hard. We'll have to see where the Cowboys are at at that point in the season.
1: And then you got the Vikings again.
0: Which they're gonna. If anything, they split. They either split or sweep those.
1: So that's they're winning their next five. No, no questions
0: about it. And then possibly their
1: next six. And then you got Cowboys Vikings. So they're winning. I probably have them putting the, the, winning their last seven of eight.
0: Yeah. I, I'd say you, you take one loss between the Vikings and the Cowboys.
1: Yeah. And as of right now, I'm going to put that against the Cowboys because the Cowboys are just playing pretty well. Yeah. Um. So that's – they have a cakewalk into winning this division.
0: Oh, yeah. They do. So, yeah. Sorry. I, the Lions we'll are see. definitely
1: going to dominate.
0: I don't know. We'll, we'll have to see what happens, but let's get into the next one, the, uh, the oh. penultimate matchup. Giants versus Cowboys, and the C.D. Lamb show is on in Dallas. On the first drive, Lamb reels in a beautiful one-handed grab, and then later in the first quarter gets the handoff and takes it 14 yards to the house. But Jake Fergie says, don't stop the party, and Dax says, don't you worry, as Prescott finds the former lead singer of the Black Eyed Peas for the score. I'm running out of black eyed piece jokes and Fergie jokes for Jake Ferguson, so we better stop scoring touchdowns. But nope. the Cowboys did a job swap as Dak served up a treat for Cooks in the end zone to take a 21 0 lead. But Dak must have been hungry after that one. He must have seen a Wendy's behind the end zone, so he ran it in to make it four for number four. Then Tommy DeVito scored a touchdown, but who the fuck cares because Dak saw Michael galloping down the sideline and they connect for a 35-7 lead. CeeDee Lamb does it in the air too with his first receiving touchdown and second touchdown of the game. And the Giants got hit by a Rico charge as Dowdle powered his way through the goal line for the 49-10 lead. Tommy DeVito threw another touchdown. Who cares? Not me. Cowboys win 49-17.
1: Jeez, bro. A complete. We want to talk about the 49ers Jags being a dominating game. This yeah. was insane. Yeah. Like, all right, Grayson, I'm going to read you out the total yards between the two teams. Mm-hmm. Dallas, 640 total
0: yards. Cool. Cool. Very hard to achieve in an NFL game.
1: The Giants, 172 total yards. <laughs> bro. <Bruh. laughs> it's bad. It's bad. Da- Straight up. Dallas, 32 first downs. The Giants surprisingly had 16 first downs. Not bad. Surprisingly.
0: Yeah. yeah. But what the fuck, bro? Dak, Dak. what did you want? Dak was on some other shit. He starts off the game with a pick. <laughs> and yeah. And then like, just gives up. He was like, nah, it doesn't matter.
1: Yeah. With it being a division game, I honestly thought he was going to throw for like two picks. Like I called yeah. it. I was talking to the FedEx driver earlier. I was like, he, was, he had a Cowboys jersey on. And I'm like, listen, Dax throwing two picks. Get over it.
0: You're wrong. And they pulled not. him out and, and they let Cooper Rush throw it.
1: And where the fuck did Brandon Cooks come from? Nine receptions yeah. for
0: 173 yards. I think I was quoted on this podcast saying he was useless on this team.
1: I dropped him for a reason. And then he comes out and does this shit?
0: Yeah. Well, if you would have kept him, he definitely would have been on your bench, and then you would have cried a little more. If I would have kept him, he would have broke his
1: leg in a matchup (laughs) because that's that's just what my team does.
0: Only if you put him in the starting lineup. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, Brandon Cooks, nine receptions, 173 yards and a touchdown. Uh, CeeDee Lamb, 11 receptions, 151 yards and a touchdown. Michael Gallup, two receptions, 70 yards and a touchdown. Uh, And then Jake Ferguson gets a touchdown as well.
1: Yeah, and also – is Tony Pollard losing his RB one spot? Dude, he soon? might.
0: Rico Dowdle runs so good. He is a he's a hard runner. He's like he's the Isaiah Pacheco type.
1: Yeah, it's like Tony Pollard just continues to have these games where he's just a he's just doing nothing.
0: Yeah, like this is just a perfectly average game for him. Like he didn't get a single target. First of all, but fifteen carries, fifty five yards, three point seven average is fine. It's not bad, but it's not like desirable. It's not really-
1: It's not Rico Dowdle.
0: Tommy DeVito (laughs) had a better average than you, my guy. Okay, well, Tommy DeVito ran half the amount of times, and they aren't expecting him to run. (laughs) (laughs) But, like, Saquon had a a stinker to start. Like, for a while, he had, like, one rushing yard. Um, He ended up with 66, but still not a great game from him. Nobody caught more than 34 yards. Nobody had more than three receptions for the Giants, and uh, we don't have to talk about their defense.
1: Bro, did Darren Waller even get a target? Or is he hurt? I think he's, I think hurt. he's hurt.
0: I think he's hurt. I think yeah, he got hurt last week. That's right. Yeah, 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 It yeah. doesn't change anything. <laughs> no. They were still going to lose, and they certainly did.
1: Yeah. I was, yeah, it was insane. I mean, look, you had, let's see, did Micah Parsons get a sack today or no? Uh,
0: I think they had him pretty locked. Um, He didn't even make a tackle. Yeah, they, they had him locked Did he even down play? And, uh, he might not have played. Yeah, look, I've been watching these games on YouTube TV multiview. I don't I can't see who makes plays. I just know they happen. <laughs> I, but the guys that did I, get I, a sack, rookie Mazzie Smith, then you had uh Neville Gallimore, Dorrance Armstrong, Sam Williams, Dante Fowler uh, Dante Fowler Jr., and uh DeMarcus Lawrence.
1: Sounds about right.
0: Yeah. Solid and look solid. It's, stuff not, it's not a
1: game without a Duran Bland. Interception. Yes,
0: sir. Spicing okay. things up.
1: Was that three weeks in a row now with a pick? I think so. Same. Well, Dallas is trying to fight back to that top of the division, but Philly's holding that eight-one yeah. lead on them right now. But Dallas bumps up to six and three. Dallas New has New
0: a, a solid route, though they've got to win some big games later. But the next what two, maybe three weeks are locks. Uh, you got Panthers, Commanders, Seahawks but then you got to run the gauntlet. <laughs> you got to really run the gauntlet here. This is like this is like you win all these games, you're winning the Super Bowl. You got Eagles, Bills, Dolphins, Lions straight up. Back to back yeah. to back to back. Listen, and you're at Bills and at Dolphins. Yeah, on back to back weeks.
1: But then they got to go to Washington and Washington plays the Cowboys pretty tough. They do. Like, those division matchups are nothing to just squeak by. Yeah. We saw how the commanders play the Eagles. Yeah. The only automatic win in this le- this, uh, division, division is, the, is giants. the giants. Definitely.
0: Yeah. Calling Elena. He just got eliminated. Oh, what was the score Four two?
1: Ah, well, we gave up like two goals at like the very start of the match.
0: Yeah. All right. We're not talking about the MLS. That was a, a flop on this podcast. Um, but, uh, yeah, let's go ahead and get into the final game of the recap, Commanders versus Seahawks. And Brian Robinson finds himself on a small island, and you can count on Sam Howell to see a toll as he tosses one to his running back and takes it to the end zone for 51 yards. But they missed the extra point. And though this game wasn't in Germany, Kenneth Walker had the Commanders reading 9 on the back of his jersey on his 64-yard receiving touchdown. And then Sam Howell finds who other than Antonio Gibson for the game-tying touchdown, and you can lock it in. Tyler Lockett makes a tough grab in the end zone to regain the lead with 3 minutes and 45 seconds to go, but Sam Howell finds Deami Brown to tie the game at 26 with 52 seconds left. At DK, he has it his way, and he pulls in a catch for the big gain that sets up Jason Myers to hit the game winner, and Seattle wins 29-26 in another thriller. Three yeah, touchdowns really, in the last three or four minutes of the game. You really don't want me to talk about this game, Grayson. Why not? Jahan Dawson had a great game, right?:
1: Two targets, zero receptions. <laughs> Brian Robinson, though,
0: receiving six receiving yards, 119 What? What? (laughs) Six receptions, 119 yards and a touchdown for Brian Robinson. And then their second leading receiver, Antonio Gibson, five receptions, 42 yards and a touchdown. (laughs)
1: Like, I get it. I get it. Reek Woolen was all over Jahan Dawson, matched up with Devin Witherspoon. But who targets, man? Not a single catch. Run a run a screen. Let, it, let him get at least one point, dude.
0: Nope. Ah, oh. It's too bad. But Sam Howell had one hell of a game. 29 completions, 44 attempts, 312 yards, three touchdowns, didn't throw a pick. Of course, he got sacked three times, but that's just what he does. That's Two carries, loafer. 17 yards. Fantastic game.
1: Geno Smith was just better.
0: Yeah, Geno Smith was better, and that's kind of why they won. Thirty-one for forty-seven, three sixty-nine, two touchdowns, no picks, got sacked once, um, ran for thirteen yards. But his receivers had great games. DK Metcalf seven receptions, ninety-eight yards. Tyler Lockett, yeah, he still had he still had five more targets. <laughs> but Tyler Lockett eight receptions, ninety-two yards at a touchdown. Kenneth Walker, of course, his 64-yard receiving touchdown. Jackson Smith and Jigba had a solid game, four receptions, 53 yards. But, yeah, look, the Seahawks just kind of got the ball at the end. That's that's how they won. What just how Brees
1: Hall tried to hurdle oh, somebody, and he smacked his knee right on the helmet, and it just oh. looked so painful. <laughs> ah. Why is
0: it every single time I look up one of Ronnie's players is fucking scoring points?
1: I don't know, but, uh, yeah, this uh, is a great game. I know yeah. we, uh, that's about all we can say about it, you
0: know? Yeah, like uh, shout-out Boye Maffe for getting a sack. I talked about him as one of my underrated players in the uh, NFC West going into the season.
1: Yeah, you know, Leonard Williams had a great game, reeling in a sack. Um, just, uh, you know, defense for Seattle really held strong when they needed it. But for the most part, it was just an offensive game.
0: Yeah, it was. And it was a great one. And yeah. um, all right, let's talk about the game that's on right now. Then um, we've got Jets Raiders. Uh, it's the about just at the beginning of the second quarter. It is six three Jets. Yeah. All so our
1: reactions, words. our reactions don't ignore the score. No. Okay. <laughs> yeah, they don't. They don't They're represent ha-
0: anything that's actually happened in this game. Uh, oh, Zach! Zach! Touchdown! Oh, baby! Running it in listed. from like what twenty six out? That was that was nice. Hell yeah, Zachary. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers is like, damn, that young boy can fly. Yeah.
1: Oh, did he step out? Oh, he's out. No, he's out.
0: No way. Was that out, dude? That's Wait. so close. White like is... Cle- Oh shit. He that might is be out. He that's... might oh. be out.
1: That's that's gonna be a touchdown for
0: Brees Holden. Yeah, he's he's out. No. They're going to call it.
1: Dude, but that's so close.
0: That was a good ass run, yeah, though. Yeah, he just, he didn't even really need to get that wide either. No. Oh, that sucks. He yeah, definitely that stepped was... out. It's under review.
1: It was, he definitely stepped
0: 23 yards. Or no, it's not even under review. They just spotted him out. Yeah, 23 yards. Damn. That's tough. But that's, hey, Zach needed to do that. And right now he's seven for 10.
1: Yeah. Not it was bad. actually 20 yards. Okay. It would have been a 23 yard touchdown. Yeah. that.
0: Yep. Oh, uh, they got
1: Brees Hall lined up in an I formation. So here we
0: go. It's nah, about to be a fuck. Brees Hall. Give it to the fullback. Come on. Oh, oh, Brees Hall. No. Ooh. Did he get the touchdown? Oh, there's a flag. It's coming back. Let's go. But he you yeah, yeah, got through standing it. up. That's crazy. Oh, that's a holding. Bring yes. it on back. Let's go. Bring it Let's go. Make Zach Wilson throw the ball. All right. Well, back to the game that's happening outside of what's actively happening since, you know, why would you need live updates when this is not a live podcast? But, um, <laughs> yeah, Aiden O'Connell, tough start. Lost a fumble, or no, he fumbled, picked it back up himself, but he did throw a pick, um, to Jordan Whitehead, and um, yeah, not much else has happened. Daniel Carlson one for one, uh, on a forty-one yard field goal. Greg Zerline, two for two, long of fifty-three. Um, yeah, well, I get <laughs> if there will, is any updates, we'll give I, them to I, you.
1: I, <laughs> I will say, wide receiver ones are going early right now. Yeah. Yeah, Garrett Wilson, five receptions on 67 yards. You got Devontae Adams four receptions on fifty-nine yards. Like that's yeah. really all where all your yards are coming from.
0: Yeah, they, they gotta lock up Devontae. Sorry.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah, Ronnie's got him.
0: Yeah. Can't let anything get out of hand.
1: Still no sacks yet. Um yeah, we'll we'll see where this game takes us. You know, the Jets should get in the end zone here. But yeah. it's the Jets' offense, so you never know.
0: Yep. We'll have to see. But yeah, we'll give you guys updates throughout the game. But for now, Colin, you want to talk a little bit of baseball?
1: You know, I'm always down to talking a little bit of baseball.
0: Hell yeah, man. Because uh, the stove's heating up.
1: The stove Ooh.
0: is hot. And um burning. We're going to go through uh, a list that. I kind of compiled myself, I kind of looked at some online lists of the top 10 free agents available this offseason, and um, we're just going to give you their destination. Um, we're not guessing, we know. We're, we're locked in with all the other MLB front offices, we're just you know talking, yo, you getting Shohei? Nah? Alright, cool. That's how all the conversations actually go. They don't ever actually tell us yeah. the answer. But, uh, Colin, let's start with, uh, let's show on it. Where's he going?
1: Okay. Uh, don't hate me for this, but he's going to LA. He's going to the Dodgers. Yeah. Yeah. He is.
0: He is. There, there is, uh, the first of all, there's 0% chance he goes back to the Angels. No, not at all. There is no way the Mets or Yankees throw enough money at him. The him only other the
1: team, Coast. the only other team I could see him going to is the Giants.
0: Yeah. I I would have liked to see him go to the Mariners. I just don't think that is gonna work.
1: Not at all. So yeah, I think Shohei's gonna be in that that white and blue come opening day.
0: Yeah, unfortunately. Think yeah, about so that. He- it's literally gonna be Mookie Betts lead off, Freddie Freeman batting second. What Shohei batting third? I guess. Oh, maybe
1: maybe uh, J.D. Martinez three. Well, J.D. Shohei is a free four.
0: agent. Oh shit.
1: He might leave. Maybe. Oh, dude, I don't know. But here's the thing: so Shohei is expected to hit come opening opening day, but he probably will not pitch again again till 2025.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think that's what I saw. Yeah, and, and maybe he just won't pitch at all. There's no telling, but I can guarantee you that he's gonna get a better contract, but probably in the similar like year range as Judge. Judge got a nine year deal. I think Shohei probably gets a nine year deal as well, considering. Not only he hits at an elite level and is a pitcher at an elite level, but he's also a year younger than judge was going into this free agency so um I think that gives him an upper hand with his age, and yeah. therefore you know he could be looking at something probably from eight to ten years okay but personally i I think what I would do if i'm if I'm one of these teams, I'd be front loading the shit out of these contracts. If anything, because, he, you know, there's no telling if by even 2026 he's still throwing the ball. Like, yeah, there's really no telling. You got a DH. You got, you know, possibly an everyday right fielder with Shohei Otani. Just right now he can't be throwing. Um, maybe try him out at first base. Do a little Bryce Harper. What? Even though they have oh. Freddie Freeman on the Dodgers. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I, I think you could try some things out with Shohei this year. Um, move him around the lineup a little bit. Maybe let him hit some lead off. Like the Dodgers have a very fluid lineup. People can move around a lot. Um, so just see what happens. Uh, but yeah, he's definitely going to the Dodgers. No listen, doubt about it. Listen, Shohei first moved Freddie over to third. Remember the little, little
1: stint Freddie plays some third? Yeah. yeah.
0: Dodgers do that. So your infield shit. <laughs> yeah. Still can't find a fucking shortstop. Yeah. Gavin Lux when he finally gets back from that dumbass injury he got. All right. Get out of here. Okay, enough, enough. We're going to start saying vile things about human beings. (laughs) Um, Okay, let's talk about another Japanese player. He hasn't quite made it to the MLB just yet, but Yoshinobu Yamamoto, uh, 25-year-old pitcher, coming over to the MLB. This guy has immediately captured the attention of everyone. Guys won, I think in the last 3 seasons he's won the triple crown for pitchers in the NPB. Um the last 2 seasons he's been uh the Pacific League. I think it's the Sawamura trophy, which is the equivalent of the Cy Young. Um in the NPB, like this guy has been unbelievable. And I think he's going to the Mets.
1: That's what I was thinking too. Yeah. Go play
0: with former teammate uh Senga.
1: Yeah. Dude, that rotation is going to be
0: filthy. But see, it it makes a lot of sense for him to go to the Mets over a lot of other teams. First of all, Angels are for some reason listed as a team that every pitcher is interested in. That's not going to happen. The the Angels are not picking up actual MLB, like top-tier pitching. But I think Yamamoto works for the Mets because, first of all, they're trying to rebuild a little bit, like a soft rebuild. Is what they're doing right now. So they're picking up draft picks. They're picking up young players. He's only twenty five years old. Steve Cohen says he wants to win by twenty twenty six. That puts him at you know twenty eight when they win a World Series. That's that's pretty perfect. Gives him three years to warm up, you know. But also, you get rid of Degrom last off season. You get rid of Verlander and oh Verlander and Scherzer at the trade deadline. Well, they got rid of somebody else too, I think, right? Who is it? They they got rid of a couple other pitchers as well over the last like year or two. Oh,
1: we're looking at the the Mets, right? Yeah. I'm trying to remember. Yeah, I
0: mean they, they traded away a lot of
1: bullpen. Yeah, I know that. that. Too. Um Chris Bassett?
0: Yes. Yeah. They got they rid of Chris away. Bassett. Um, but yeah, like they they have their pitching rotation totally needs some help. They have Senga now. Fine, you know get his former teammate in uh, Yamamoto and you're gonna be set up pretty well. You're you know you're trying to build. To me, you need to rebuild that rotation first because you haven't lost a lot of the hitters. Pete Alonso is no. probably gonna stay now. Lindor's locked up. You know, that's it's all their hitters. Daniel Sorry, Vol- fuck locked. you, fuck you, Brandon Nimmo, um, Danny Burger, <laughs> Jeff but, McNeil. Yeah, fuck him. He sucks. Fuck. Dude, his nickname's a flying squirrel. (laughs) He's lame as fuck. Um, Yeah, I think Yamamoto's going to the Mets, and so does Colin. Yeah. Okay, this one's It just just makes sense. It does. It does. Next one, though, pretty interesting. I'd like to know where you think. Blake Snell.
1: Here's the thing. I think, like you said, I think the Mets got to build that rotation. I think he's going to the Mets. Interesting.
0: So I'm in a different boat, but kind of for a similar reason. I think this team is kind of doing a, a quick rebuild where they're going to spend some money. They already spent some money on their manager, the Cubs. Mm. Stroman probably walks this offseason. I don't mind yeah. them letting him. But Justin Steele, I believe, will still be there. And, you know, you're still going to have guys like Kyle Hendricks, but you need like strong strikeout stuff if you have Steele and Hendricks in that lineup. Obviously, Blake Snell does that for you. Yeah, he gives up some runs, but when we see, when you look at, like, after, he, he started off like 1-7 <laughs> this yeah. past season. Horrible, like a 5.32 ERA. Ended the season from July to the end of the year with a 1.35 ERA. Ooh. You put that in a Cubs jersey, First of all, they make the playoffs. Second of all, when you add in the guys that are going to pick up this offseason, the young talent they already have, this team is going to be very good if they can get some bona fides starting pitching. I think Blake Snell would be the perfect target.
1: Yeah, I like that. The way I look at it with the Mets, um, probably looking at a number 2 guy right here, saying he's yeah. probably going to take over the number 1 spot. But you, the Mets don't aren't really known for dominant lefties. Yeah. You know, I think the last like dominant lefty I could think is when they had Glavitt for a little bit.
0: <laughs> that is the last one I can think of as well. But yeah.
1: Yeah. You had like people like David Peterson and stuff like yeah. that who just suck. Yeah. But it's to Tyler pair with, lefty, I think he was ready.
0: Does but Irrelevant. I don't know. I just
1: I feel like you said the Mets. The first thing they got to do is build their starting rotation because yeah. that's the thing that's going to keep them in ball games the most. So they got a lot of good prospects that can come up and hit and build that young offense. So if they build their pitching now, they're looking at a, another strong contention in the East. Yeah. The they, only thing they,
0: that the only thing that kept him away from the Mets for me is that he is getting up there in age. I think he's what. 31 now 30 yeah but it's
1: another thing like a veteran presence they don't really yeah, have a that's veteran
0: picture that's fair um so
1: you know it, it's probably not gonna be like a lot of money not like a sh- shattering deal yeah but someone that can help lead the youth in that rotation like Senga's still young they bring over what was it Yamamoto is that his yeah. name yeah. bring him over and you still got some young arms coming up listen I think this is a perfect
0: fit for him yeah i I think it is as well i think it's just hard to get both of those guys in the same offseason yeah um but let's move on to our first hitter of the list one of the few hitters of the list uh cody bellinger i think there's a very simple choice here yeah but my heart wants
1: to say otherwise okay but i think he's going to the yankees that's yeah, he's gonna be in pit at the end. They yeah. need they, they need, need it.
0: hitters. They need it because not only is he an asset, obviously he just hit over three hundred this season, which is absurd. Um, but he can play first and he can play center field. That's yeah. big. You can rotate him around a little bit if you need, and they need to. I don't think yeah. Rizzo is that good anymore. Yeah. Kind of platoon him a little bit. Let him play some DH. Let him play in first base, but when he's DHing, put Cody Bellinger at first.
1: Yeah, you know he can still go out in the outfield too if yeah. you need
0: him. Yeah, obviously right field's kind of locked up, but you know, always put him in left or center. Uh, left, maybe not. He's a lefty. And
1: let him, let him hit Yankee Stadium, bro. Yeah. His
0: offensive numbers are just
1: gonna uh, go lefty.
0: Up. And it's Cody Bellinger at Yankee Stadium, dude. Yeah.
1: He, Pair but, him up in the lineup next to uh, Aaron Judge, and you'll yeah. be fine. I think if he doesn't
0: go to the Yankees, he stays in he Chicago. Reached, yeah,
1: yeah, he re-signs to Chicago, or yeah. you're a long shot signing. He's not going Atlanta to the Braves. He's not going. To it's burps. a. That's why I said it's we a don't long need him shot. at all. It's a long shot. You know, you Where cut is he gonna Eddie play? Rosario. We cut like we we let Eddie Rosario walk.
0: Okay,
1: he can platoon between DH and outfield.
0: He's going to play left.
1: He can. I'd rather him not. You'd rather him not, but he can. Whatever. We got Marcel, bro.
0: That's why, got shot, Chris, that's why I said it's a long shot. That's why I said it's a long shot. It is a shot. long shot because it won't happen. Listen, man. You know what's a long that's shot? Up. A 101-yard touchdown. Those don't happen. You can't. All right. Let's go to the next one, though. Another star starting pitcher. Aaron Nola. Okay. I think he's resigning with the Phillies. I don't I don't see him going anywhere.
1: You know, I see... there. Oh, dude. Part of my heart wants to say he's resigning, especially because, you know, it's two straight years going deep into the playoffs. Yeah. But I think there's going to be a team that's just going to give him a better offer. Who is it? And I think he's going to Boston. Oh, interesting. Another team that's got to rebuild their starting yeah, pitcher. For sure. So they have the hitters to do it. Yeah, like they have hitters. I think Red Sox are a sleeper team that's gonna really put some money down on some starting pitching.
0: I agree. I I think that's a good shout. I don't know if they're gonna get the top tier though. That's my only issue with Boston. I, yeah. I don't know if they're gonna be willing to go out and spend that much on starting pitching, just because it, yeah. it it has come back to bite them. Now, yeah, like with Sale, you know. Not being very successful for them, um. And, you know, I just New think like a guy, a guy, a guy like
1: ball. a guy like Aaron Nola. I can see the Boston Red Sox really putting the money down to get yeah. them. Uh, for what I would say, uh, he's probably veteran status now. Yeah, for sure. And really, really leading uh, a Boston team in a strong
0: uh, AL East division. Like they have
1: to get pitching
0: if they want to compete. Yeah, I agree with that for sure. Because like, look, Aaron Nola. is just a great player. Like he's thirty years yeah. old now, which doesn't seem like he's that old. Like it doesn't seem like he's been around he that like long. 23. Yeah. But like when you look at it, like he really just turned up starting in twenty eighteen and hasn't really slowed down. Um Yeah. But yeah, like he's a guy that you go out and get because he's he can pitch deep into games. He's he's gonna stay healthy just about every year. Like since twenty eighteen. He hasn't, you know, outside of 2020, of course, he hasn't started less than 32 games. Yeah. That's amazing to have on your team. Um, You know, since 2018, he's finished top seven in Cy Young voting three times, though he's never won a Cy Young. He's just a great pitcher, especially in the second half of the season. He always turns up.
1: Yeah, I think he had, what, one bad start in the postseason? Yeah, against the Diamondbacks that in that last series. Yeah. Other than that, he was flawless. Like he a, almost shut out the Braves. He absolutely, like absolutely cooked. Um, shit. who'd they play Marlins. in the uh, Marlins? Absolutely shut them out.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. I think he stays. Personally. Okay. All right. Okay. This is my first one where I couldn't decide on a landing spot.
1: All right. Well, I got one.
0: Josh Hader. I have two.
1: Yeah, he, two potential. Um, first one, go to the defending world champions. Yeah. The Texas Rangers. Yup. The other one, Philly's going to keep building that bullpen. Ooh. Interesting. You got some older guys that are probably going to split after that season. Yeah. Fighting some injuries. Josh Hader adds to a definitely lethal bullpen in Philly.
0: Interesting. Guess where I also have him going It's my second one. I have the Rangers. It's the other one. Who needs a closer? It's a whole lot more consistent.
1: The Atlanta Braves?
0: Yeah. <laughs> Fuck it. He's our yeah. bitch. He's our bitch. You better come home to daddy. Yeah, come on. You know you want to pitch, Truist. Come yeah. on. Come on, Josh. We'll, we'll put uh,
1: we'll put Rasiel as our setup guy.
0: That's what I'm saying. He worked very well in that role with Kenley as our closer. Yeah. Get an even better closer with Josh Hader. And that way you have the righty lefty. Ooh. Ooh, Amazing. Shit. Think about it. Tyler is gonna come back next year. Oh, nuts on the face. Just yeah. boom. Literally think about it. Like your starting pitcher needs to go five innings with that bullpen because you can go AJ Minter, Tyler Matzik, Risela Iglesias, and Josh Hader night after night. Woo! I love it. Yeah. Do we think it's gonna happen? Fuck it's- no.
1: It's it's, it's a long shot.
0: Yeah, but the next but, guy, there's a chance. There's a chance that the next guy goes to the Braves. Sonny Gray. I think it's either the Braves or he resigns with the Twins.
1: Okay, I like that. Um, he's another guy that could contend with the Cardinals, uh, yeah. the Mets. Um, but Grayson, I've heard some rumblings. Baltimore
0: Orioles. Mm, interesting.
1: Solidify. That five man rotation,
0: yeah, especially with John Means being back.
1: But I think he's going to St. Louis.
0: Okay, interesting. Kind of replacing Adam Wainwright. Yeah, I, I, I so. just, I don't know, man. I, I, like, I know that the Cardinals were just very bad. All of the sudden, it doesn't yeah. seem like that's going to change.
1: Yeah, I've, it
0: seems like there is fundamental issues with that team.
1: I think it's, uh, I think it's some coaching mistakes too
0: yeah definitely um all right do we want to talk about our next pitcher
1: next pitcher who we got we got montgomery okay i like this yeah the atlanta
0: braves he's staying with the rangers
1: hey he's going to the atlanta braves why us listen yeah we re-signed charlie morton do i think that's a smart option
0: no. I'm okay with it considering his production, but we have to go out and get a starting pitcher that's better than him. He needs to exactly. be fifth in the rotation if he's going to be in the rotation.
1: Exactly. I like adding another lefty to the starting rotation.
0: Yeah, I don't hate it
1: because we got Max Freed only, and then yeah. it's we're just righty heavy. Yeah, mainly because I mean we're we switch between Strider and Freed being our one. Say we throw Max Freed at the one, yeah. then that's righty, 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 righty. True. Hey, hear me out. Strider one, Freed two, uh, Kyle Wright when he's back at three, Jordan Montgomery at four, Charlie Morton at five.
0: Why don't you just go Freed one, Strider? I I don't I I think I think Montgomery.
1: Strider I think Strider's gonna take over. And I don't PR know. Eight. I
0: I I, th- I like the idea of having like a very controlled. You know, go out there get you seven innings two hits
1: well, here's the thing. Later in the year, we saw that from Strider. Like, we were seeing long Yeah, innings. but we were
0: also seeing a lot of, like, he'll pitch seven innings, get 13 strikeouts, and gives up four runs.
1: Yeah. I I don't know. It's going to be interesting, but I think AA takes the chance and goes and gets this guy. You I, know, I just... think
0: that's what Sonny Gray is. I know he's a, a righty, but I think he's the guy that they go out and just snatch him up because he's just been so good for the last, yeah. however many years.
1: Yeah, I like that.
0: But yeah, I, I don't, I don't mind Jordan Montgomery. I just think with how how much of a factor he played on this team, they win the World Series. I think he's the kind of guy that would stay. It's also it's his first season there.
1: Yeah, yeah, he and he he loved it. Yeah, I know there was like, but um, one thing, I was, uh, Jordan Montgomery was one guy I was watching the whole season, knowing that he yeah. was free agent. I'm like sitting here, I'm like, man, I want this guy. He's probably one of the most consistent pitchers that was in the season. Like oh yeah, in the MLB yeah, year. for sure. Like I, I think he had two outings during the regular season where he pitched under six innings.
0: Wow, yeah, he was great. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, we got two batters to round it out. We'll start off with one that's more of a fielder. Matt Chapman had an amazing start to last season offensively, like one of the best. Slowed down hard. For the rest yeah. of the season. But he's on the move. I I don't think he stays in Toronto. What? May I speak? Yeah. Yeah, he's going to be in pinstripes along with Cody Bellinger. I, I think so as well. They need they a third need, baseman. They need a fucking third baseman. Right? one that's cut. much better at fielding than Josh Donaldson. <laughs> and much better at hitting,
1: too. Yeah. Matt Chapman's not just going to hit a home run and then strike out his next yeah. 10 at-bats. Like... Like I think Matt Chapman's someone that they should like 100% spend whatever he asked for.
0: I agree. To go get cuz you're getting gold glove potential. Yeah, and like a 255 you're, to 275 average.
1: Yeah, and when he's on one, he's a silver
0: slugger all day. Oh yeah.
1: The, the man has great uh offensive presence. Yeah, he's literally a, so, he's a
0: silver slugger platinum glove. Yeah. Every year. 100% yeah. So yeah, I, I think the Yankees almost have to go out and get him.
1: Yeah, I I agree. So listen, that's two batters right there that the Yankees go out and get Cody Bellinger and Matt Chapman. Yeah. I like that. So oh, yeah. it's cooking. Oh yeah. Are they still are they still gonna miss the playoffs? Absolutely.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. But they they might look a little bit better <laughs> and Lu- Luke might hate them yeah. a little bit less. They might miss the playoffs in like the last week of the season. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, well, uh, the final guy on the list, we can talk about a couple more if we want, but Jorge Soler, big DH power, still not too old yet. There's so many places he could go. I don't see him staying in Miami. No,
1: not at he, all. He's got
0: to go somewhere that's like really ready to win right now. I think, look, Skip Shoemaker did a great job with that team this past year. They made the playoffs. It was a fantastic story. It just still didn't seem like the pitching was figured out yet. It's going to take some time to do that. I think Jorge Soler just moves on.
1: Yep. I got two potential landing spots that I think are going to fight for him. Okay. Number one, Boston.
0: Okay. Yeah.
1: I don't mind that. Fenway, short yeah, fence, left field, and Jorge Soler loves to pull the ball. Agreed. And, you know, more offensive power to help platoon with Rafael Devers yeah. because the man's just getting pitched around. Number two. Take my man to Seattle. Ooh, interesting. Keep building that. that offense. Yeah. Seattle Seattle's gonna be a sleepy buyer
0: come this offseason. Hold on, hold on. A sleepy buyer? Sneaky buyer. Okay. I thought you said sleepy.
1: I definitely said sleepy, but I meant
0: sneaky. <laughs> I thought you meant kind of like a sleeper.
1: No. Okay. Um but okay. like technically, yeah, they're they're gonna be. Bidding on a couple of their lower end guys, yeah, but I agree. you know they might make some some sneaky,
0: yeah. lay down some money. I think that if they do go after DH, it'd be JD Martinez.
1: Yeah, but you know, here is the thing: if they were to go out and to get Shohei first, no, like yeah, J- JD might stay.
0: Yeah, that's true. If Shohei doesn't go to the Dodgers, then yeah, JD yeah. would stay. Yeah, but he ha- he has no role if he doesn't. No, yeah, not at all. Um, For for me, the spot I'd like Jorge Soler to go to is Baltimore Orioles.
2: Ooh. At DH
0: just a bona fide designated hitter. They have outfielders. They have infielders. Everything else is, is locked in. They need a guy that just goes out there and hits you 35 to 45 home runs from the DH spot.
1: Interesting.
0: Yeah. Look, Cedric Mullins, his you know, home run power is certainly slowing down, and a lot of the the young guys coming up aren't power hitters. You've got a lot of just good hitters: Adley Rutschman, good hitter; Gunnar Henderson, good hitter; Heston Kerstad, similar thing. All those guys that have come up aren't going to be hitting for you know just you know forty home runs a season. Maybe they'll tap thirty here and there. Those are twenty to thirty guys every year, I think. Jorge Soler, it gives you this whole other dynamic because, like, who was playing DH for them this season? Uh, Santander. I
1: think it was flipping. So you had Santander, you had Ryan Mount, Ryan Mountcastle. Yeah. Um. Uh, I'm trying to think who else. I think uh, Austin Hayes played a little DH. They sort of just swapped out, and whoever needed a break from the field, they put in the DH. Yeah. So if they, I, I like that pick because if they can get like a, a solidified. DH who only has to worry about hitting Jorge Soler is
0: perfect for that yeah and like it doesn't mean you have to get rid of guys either because like yeah Ryan Mountcastle is kind of like the DH on this team because Ryan O'Hearn plays a great first base and he had a great season last year but if you like I feel like you could choose one and trade the other I think because I'd I'd rather I, I, have the impact of Jorge Soler than the impact of either of those two at DH.
1: Yeah, I think this year we're gonna see a lot more trades for Baltimore's yeah. offensive players. I think Santander get,
0: gets sent off
1: to get more pitching. Yeah, like whether I think they're gonna keep building that bullpen because you don't know what uh, Felix Bautista is gonna be like coming off that injury. Yep. Uh, you got Cano, who is awesome, but how long can he keep it up? You want to look for those more long relievers and setup guys that could really yeah. help out.
0: And that's where so trades that, come in a lot. You want exactly. to trade for those guys. You don't really pick those guys up in free agency a lot.
1: Exactly. So they got the depth to go yeah. out and get it.
0: Yeah. So I, think, I think you ship thing. off, to me, I think you ship off Santander. Mullins has already kind of lost a step in center field, move him to the corner, and then you, you know, either, you know, Kerstad could take one of the corner outfield spots as well, or obviously. Jackson Holiday comes up and plays center field. Oh, scary, dude! It is that dude is
1: so good. He's gonna be so good.
0: Yeah, he is. But um, yeah, that's the end of our list. Uh, any other? I'm just gonna hit you with some quick fires. Just some some other guys. Marcus Stroman. What do you think?
1: Uh, Marcus Stroman. I could see him. Cardinals or Red Sox?
0: Okay, I'm thinking Cardinals or Angels. Okay. Angels are, are a possibility just because they're gonna have money to spend, not that yeah. they're gonna spend it on a ton of guys. Oh uh, no,
1: no no. I like I like the Reds actually. Oh,
0: okay. Yeah.
1: I, I like Reds.
0: All right. Uh what about Jimer Candelario?
1: I think he stays. Hmm. Okay. I think I think he stays with the Cubs. He his his production shot up when he went to Chicago. Yeah. So I like, think you know, I
0: think if the Yankees don't get one of Cody Bellinger or Matt Chapman, they could go after Candelario. Yeah, he was a I guy just, they I, were they showed interest in him at the trade deadline.
1: Yeah, I I like him. I like him staying.
0: Okay. Um. You think Joey is going to retire?
1: Joey Votto, yeah, he's done.
0: Okay. Um, and if anything,
1: if anything, they keep him just to keep like that veteran presence for uh yeah. Spencer Steer. All right. What about Eduardo Rodriguez? What do you think that he's going to go?
0: He's interesting. Uh I wouldn't mind him coming to the Braves. We talked about wanting a left-handed pitcher. He'd be a yeah. great one. Um I, I, I think he I think he goes Giants. Oh, yeah. I think he goes Reds. Yeah, that's a good one. Um But yeah. also
1: he could you could you could have a potential spot with the Marlins too cuz Marlins are still going to be looking to build some pitching.
0: Yeah. Okay, let me let me make an offer to you. I know you said you want Bellinger on the Braves. Lourdes Gurriel.
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. Left
0: field.
1: I'll, take, I'll take him, 100%. Yeah. I,
0: I would love to have him in left field.
1: See ya Pilar. Yep. Yeah. You're not touching again. No.
0: Right, I good. know Lourdes right. is 30 now, but, bro, last year, career high, 24 home runs, drove All-star. in 82 runs, 772 OPS. I'll take that every year out of my left fielder on this Braves offense. All-star. And yeah, went to the all-star. World Series. All star World Series participant. Yeah. Crazy. He he's
1: a free agent this year.
0: Yeah. He Ooh. was on the last year of his deal when he got traded. So listen, if if he if I could see AA going after him. I I, I genuinely think he's a he's a big option. But tell me
1: we could have an outfield of Lourdes, Michael Harrison, Ronald Acuna?
0: Yeah, or Teoscar Hernandez.
1: I'm actually okay with that. I don't. I don't really want him.
0: Okay, but he definitely I, slowed down a little bit uh, yeah. this past season. But he had like a couple of good, like really good months.
1: Yeah, I could see him. You know, going to, you know, like a like a pirate or like a twin, okay, something like that. You I know, was thinking someone the Brewers.
0: Who,
1: someone who's really yeah, I'm yeah, because Mark Canna just signed to the Tigers. Yeah. I could see that, but like the pirates who are slowly rebuilding and everything, um, need a McCutcheon like player who agreed. Everything like that. So All I right. can
0: see I got it. I got two more for you. Whip Merrifield. Ooh, whip Merrifield. Big utility. Um
1: Dude, I you know, it's gonna be weird. I like the Mets hmm. on that.
0: Okay. So just because he can kind of move around everywhere.
1: Exactly. Like, yeah. you know, um, he can really fill in for like a Jeff McNeil, who if they want to ship, you know, get rid of Jeff McNeil or trade him yeah. off, you can.
0: And also, both um, of them kind of do the same thing. They both can play second base. They both can play corner outfield.
1: And they hit for average. Yeah, That's they really hit for average. It, but uh, Merrifield does it a little bit better than Jeff
0: McNeil. Yeah. Okay. Uh, one more. Jack Flaherty, twenty-eight years old.
1: Oh, he only signed a one-year with the uh, Baltimore Orioles. <laughs>
0: Uh, well, he got traded. Oh, no, he got, he, got yeah, traded, he got traded, and his that was his last year. Um, I've got a sneaky one. Listen. A team that's not very interested in free agency much. This is – I got two. Okay. One, Tampa Bay. That's what I was going to say. Actually? Yeah. I,
1: I, Tampa Bay could be sneaky because, you know, you got Tyler Glasner who just yeah. can't stay healthy. Same with
0: Shane McClanahan. Can't go through a full season healthy.
1: And here's the thing. I think if, Jack
0: Flaherty, so it's not good.
1: If the Dodgers do not get Shohei, I think they keep J.D. Martinez and they go and get Jack Flaherty. Mm. Build their rotation because their rotation is what killed them. Yeah. Yeah. There at the end of the season.
0: Kershaw is so, going to sign back, right?
1: He should, but I don't know. His age is getting up there, so Could you Who did he know. go
0: to the Rangers? from Texas. Kershaw? He's from
1: Texas. So you're telling me Degrom, Scherzer, and Kershaw all in the same rotation?
0: Three of the best pitchers of our generation. Oh, all way past their what? Just saying. Yeah, I'm just saying. But still, just uh, dude, imagine being a Ranger fan.
1: You're like, oh shit, our one, two, and three. Boom, boom, boom. Like what? Like I'm like it'd be safe to
0: say if you go and get Kershaw, you're not getting back Jordan Montgomery, and you're not getting Josh Hader.
1: (laughs) No, but. Listen, if you have those three, you're guaranteed one Tommy John surgery that year. Yeah. One person who's just going to, like his hip's going to pop out of place. And one of
0: them's going to be great. And one of them's <laughs> going to cost you uh, a like a, a win in the playoffs. Probably. Um, other notable guys, though, uh, Aroldis Chapman, CJ Krohn. It's not one to sleep it's- on.
1: TJ Crone could be interesting. Yeah, he could. He could definitely go somewhere like the Giants, the Brewers. Um, I'd love to see, see him on the
0: Mariners, but I don't know if Barrett, they remove Ty France from first base.
1: I don't think so. Or you know, he's another one the Mets could go after. Yeah, you know, uh, even though yeah, they got but Pete, they have
0: Pete. If they trade Pete, then yeah. If C. not, C. Crone I don't, I don't see it.
1: Play that. the corner outfield spots though. So that's never true.
0: That's true. But yeah, that's. Those are the notable guys. Obviously, Clinton Kershaw, like we kind of brought up, uh, Mitch Garver, not really a, a big time guy anymore. So uh, yeah, well, they have these days. Yeah, um, technically, Julio Urias uh, is eligible for free, free uh, for free agency. <laughs> um,
1: uh, Santa Fe County Jail.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, California State Penitentiary. <laughs> Beautiful. And <laughs> a huge bonus. You got an extra roll a day. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Colin, let's get into one of our most enjoyed segments of the week. College football, baby. Yes, sir. And it's week 11. We are hurtling towards the end of the season in college football. And um let's do as we always. We'll start with the ranked matchups. Number 2 Georgia, 52 points over number 9 Ole Miss. And they're 17 points. Holy wow. Holy fuck. Wow. It's crazy. You know, you know, this game was close in the first quarter. It was. It was It was a 14-7 ball game, and then it was 28-14 at half. It's keeping it even, kind of. Yeah. And then Georgia just ran away with it in the second half. Crazy. Bro. Kendall Milton yeah. took this game away. Nine carries for 127 yards? What <laughs> the fuck? Crazy. And Carson Beck had a great game, too. 18 for 25, 306. Two touchdowns, one interception. Brock Bowers made his return in this game. Didn't really have to do much other than catch a touchdown because Ladd yeah. McConkey was running elite routes. Oh, my God. Four receptions, 81 yards, and a touchdown. Dominic Lovett, four receptions, 77 yards. Just A ridiculous game by this Georgia offense.
1: Yeah, well, I think it can really be said. Well, Malachi Starks had Trey Harris on absolute lock, bro. That's your best wide receiver, and he's coming out of that game with two receptions for 12 yards.
0: Yeah, it's (laughs) insane, dude. Like, that's horrible, And they but... shut down one of – two of – I wouldn't say they shut down Quinshawn Judkins. They shut down Jackson Dart, who's been one of the more explosive quarterbacks in college football this season. They shut him down to 10 for 17 with 112 yards and a touch, or an interception. He ends up getting hurt. Spencer Sanders comes in. Doesn't really do much uh, either. But Quinshawn Judkins still had a great game. 22 carries, 75 yards, two touchdowns. Not very efficient, but getting the touchdowns really helps him out.
1: Yeah, I mean, this. this is just the Georgia – this is the Georgia team everybody knows. Like this is the yeah. dominating, the defense is locked down, the offense is explosive.
0: Yeah, uh, th- this is a scary team. Do you, I I want to take us back to last year. Um do you remember No it's not better it's not better than no, last year. No no no, team. I'm not I'm not talking about that. Okay. I'm saying the narrative is exactly the same. Yeah. How were they one of the top teams? They aren't beating the bad teams. And then they play Tennessee last year and like those games down the lane like down the road for them were huge. Yeah. Big wins. And all of a sudden everybody's like, "Wow, they are pretty good." That's what Same Georgia is doing. Shit. You had Missouri. Now you have Ole Miss. Next week you got Tennessee, who we're going to be talking about right at the end of the up or right at the beginning of the upsets. Um just crazy. Yeah.
1: Listen. Georgia this is what happened when you put them at two. This is what happens, like Kirby Smart, fucking grabbed Lane Kiffin by his little ass visor. It's just they both wear beating. visors. <laughs> yeah, but Lane Kiffin's hair is fucking horrible with That's his true. visor. Kirby at and least has just, a
0: solid head of hair. He's just
1: beating the fuck yeah. out. Like this was, yeah. I'm scared. To play Georgia, I honestly am like, yeah, I, you, did, you asked me to go
0: clinch the SEC championship. Yeah, yep. okay, SEC okay, matchup, so is set. Uh, yeah, <laughs> scary, <laughs> 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 it's a scary one for you.
1: Honestly, I think it's gonna be
0: a great fucking game, I think it will too. Yeah, but yeah.
1: yeah, overall domination for Georgia and Ole Miss, you know, you put up a fight, but man, you just can't compete.
0: Yep, all right, names.
1: Oh, shit. Oh, dude, I backed out. Oh, give me a. Uh, Dejan Anthony.
0: Zawari Walton. Ashanti Sistrunk. Suntarine Perkins. Isaac Oku. Uh, Samuel Impimba. Akello Stone. Nice. What about Chaz Chambliss? Okay, I like JJ Peguse. I feel Egg like. You didn't say that hey, right. Pegwis? Pigwiss? Peg I don't know. What about Nazir Stackhouse? Yeah, that's a solid name. Solid. um Chmall Mondin Jr. <laughs> that's solid. All right. And you you just no. can't
1: look over Oscar Delp. Delp's yeah. a Delp sick is
0: a fucking so- sick ass last name. And also Marcus Rosemary Jackson. Uh, yeah. Fantastic as well. But let's move on to the next game. Another. Top five team in action, number three, Michigan, twenty four. Number ten, Penn State, fifteen. No Jim Harbaugh on the sidelines, which is all people were talking about. And um, you had their interim, or not interim, but I guess fill in coach, while uh, John Harbaugh's out there fucking crying after the game, doing like a <laughs> tribute to John Har, or uh, <laughs> to Jim Harbaugh, as if he just dies. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but like actually crying. On the field, and like Blake Corum's walking up, he's like, "What the fuck is going on?" But Blake Corum deserved all the spotlight this week. JJ McCarthy, your Heisman hopes are over. Blake Corum, twenty six carries, one hundred and forty five yards, two touchdowns. Meanwhile, JJ McCarthy's bum ass, seven for eight for sixty yards.
1: He didn't throw a pass in the second half. Yeah, and it was a close game. Yeah, like that's that's absurd for them not to throw a pass in the second half.
0: Yeah, but hey, whatever works, right? Yeah, it doesn't help that Drew Aller was worse. 10, he threw, he folds man. in big games. It's crazy.
1: Yeah, that's insane.
0: Like ten but, for twenty-two uh, this, for seventy this, yards in a touchdown.
1: game. This game sucked. I'm not. It gonna did. Lie. It was. Yeah, it, I don't even want to talk about it that much. Michigan, fucking.
0: Yeah, there's not squeaked. much to talk about. Like
1: you squeak by a horrible offense and an average defense.
0: Yeah. Penn State ran the ball pretty well, but so did Michigan. Like neither of them obviously threw the ball very much, but yeah, it was just a weird game. Blake Corham got fucking beat up.
1: <laughs> Penn State might be the worst number ten
0: team ever in
1: the history of college
0: football. I I don't know. Ole Miss number nine.
1: I think Ole Miss could walk in and beat Penn State.
0: Yeah, I 100%. think the offense is just enough.
1: Yeah, like I think it's.
0: I w- you got to commend Penn State's defense though for not giving up more points to Michigan.
1: Yeah, well, all they had to do is just set up against the run. True. They tried their best against that. J.J. McCarthy sucks.
0: Yeah, J.J. McCarthy does suck. It's now Michael Penix back in Heisman number one. Yep. I don't next. think he was ever out of it, but yeah, no, no, we're not even doing names for these teams. Um, oh. Next is number five, Washington, 35. Number 18, Utah, 28. Utah had him. They had them you just, early. You just skip over your team or something? We're doing ranked versus ranks.
1: Ah, ranked versus ranks. That's or
0: I would have skipped over Ohio State to start. But, yeah, uh, yeah Utah had them for a little bit. Uh, it was 28-24 at the half, but then Washington came out in the third quarter and ended the game with 11 points, uh, only points of the second half where they're 11 in the third quarter. Michael Penix, a fantastic performance. 24 for 42, 332, two touchdowns. Dylan Johnson, a fantastic Fantastic showing. 23 carries, 104 yards, and a touchdown. But, my uh, obviously, Roma Dudes, a fantastic game as well. Three receptions, 111 yards, two touchdowns.
1: That's insane. Here's the thing. He only had a long of 44. Yeah. So that's like...
0: He was getting like 30-something plus every time. And it was only three times.
1: That's like 40, 40, 30.
0: Yeah, and two of them were touchdowns. (laughs)
1: I guess yeah, here, hold on, we can figure out what it was. Yeah, you can
0: you can figure this out. But I would like to talk about um Alonzo Tupotala, I believe is how you say it. He had a a pick six, I think, or a fumble recovery. Uh um, yeah. I don't know what it was. I think maybe had the inter- yeah, he had an interception. He took it back seventy six yards and fumbled it on the one yard line. No. Yeah. He he was going and he did that classic thing. Nobody around you. Thinks he's already in the end zone because he's looking up in the stands and just drop it behind you, and ah, uh, ah. Utah picks it up. Or no, I think Washington got it back. Or maybe no, no, no. Oh, Utah picks it up. It. Yeah, Utah picks it up, and then they get sacked for a safety, mm. <laughs> and that's what made it thirty-five. Um, just a, a ridiculous game. Um, but yeah, Bryson Barnes didn't have a horrible game. Just the two picks killed him. Uh, for Utah, eight, like 17 for 30, 267, two touchdowns, two picks. Uh, they just couldn't run the ball. Uh, it sucks, but yeah, they, they could not run the ball. Jaquendon Jackson did okay, but 10 carries for 29 yards. Not good, but the two touchdowns help. Um, let's do some names.
1: Oh, perfect. Ulu- I Ulu-Lule. like
0: Alfonso Tupatale. <laughs> Tupatale. Yeah, that's the guy that fumbled. Yeah. Uh, what about Fatui Tuitele? Roma Romadunze. <laughs> yeah, that one's solid. Um, oh, Tybo Rogers, bro. That, that guy's got three U's in his last name. Voy Tunuufi. Sione Vaki. That one's good. I would All right, it's I'm S- done. Sione. All right, yep. Next game. Um... Yeah, number 14, Missouri, 36. Number 13, Tennessee, 7. Ooh. A fucking blowout in Missouri. Don't tell you, Missouri is Missouri's good. Dude, Cody Schrader, 35 carries, 205 yards and a touchdown.
1: Yeah, but he also caught the ball five times for 116 yeah. yards. Yeah,
0: <laughs> fucking two, 321 all-purpose yards for Cody Schrader. Oh, dude. Insane.
1: That's crazy. Like to
0: run the ball 35 times and average over five yards per carry, almost six yards per carry, is insane. Then you have 23.2 yards per reception. Yeah,
1: when Tennessee's leading rusher was Joe Milton. Just going to say that.
0: Yeah. Oh, dude. He they the can't curious. run the ball.
1: No, Jalen Ride's horrible. Jabari yeah. Small's horrible. Dylan Sampson's horrible.
0: Yeah, and so is Joe Milton.
1: Yeah, Joe Milton's even
0: worse. Yeah, he did the same thing I talk about every time where he just overthrows receivers on short plays. I don't get it. Maybe he's too tall. Maybe he's too strong. Whatever it is, maybe he needs glasses. Um, He cannot hit a receiver that's under 20 yards out.
1: Yeah, so for everyone saying that Tennessee is going to upset Georgia, get the fuck out of here, bro.
0: <laughs> yeah, Tennessee has no fucking chance.
1: It's not going to be close.
0: Yeah, like, think of it. They couldn't stop the run against Missouri. What tells you they're going to stop the run of Kendall Milton after what he just did and Dajon Edwards?
1: Like, it's 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 raps, man. Yeah, it's, it is. It's...
0: And they couldn't hold on to the ball.
1: Yeah, it's it's wraps. all so I'm going to say.
0: Yep. Uh, Donico Slaughter.
1: Oh, we're going back to some net. Mookie yeah. Cooper.
0: Ennis Rakestraw Jr. Luther Burden the Third. That's a good one. Uh Gabe Judy Lolly. Theo Weiss Jr. Yeah, I just looked at that one. Brett Northfleet. Tamarian McDonald. McAllen Castles. <laughs> Alright. Yep. I uh, win. Oh, what about ah. Johnny Walker? Ah, classic. Yeah, classic. What about Realist George Jr.?
1: All right. I like that. you already say Gabe,
0: Judy, Lolly? Yeah, that one's solid. Yeah. All right. Well, you repeated one of mine, so I win. Um, ah, fun. All right. Let's get into the upsets. UCF, unranked UCF. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> 45. Number 15, Oklahoma State, three.
1: Whoa. Just I, all y'all can go listen to last week's episode when I literally said UCF is going to win. They have the home game. Yeah. Oklahoma State, they don't like playing in Florida. They hate it. UCF about to whoop that ass.
0: Yeah, y'all go listen. Reese Plumlee, 11 for 18, 299 yards, 3 touchdowns. And he had 74 rushing yards. But R.J. Harvey, 24 carries, 206, and 3 rushing touchdowns. Holy shit. What a game for UCF and the defense. Allen Bowman threw 3 picks for Oklahoma State. Yeah, that's crazy. Two yeah. of them to Damari Henderson. Yeah, and their leading rusher had 25 yards, Ollie Gordon, who's been fantastic all season. Yeah, not not a
1: not a great not a great game for the Cowboys.
0: Yeah, UCF was crazy. Four tackles for loss, they sacked um Allen Bowman one once or twice, I think. Just uh, once. Yeah, just once, and still, wow! Just not making long enough reception, or not making long enough completions, and also not spreading the ball enough. Four guys caught a pass for them. Oh, then again, five guys caught a pass for UCF. But John Reese or John Rice plumbly only attempted eighteen passes compared to Bowman's thirty-six.
1: Yeah, that's yikes.
0: Yeah, crazy. Yikes! But yeah, Oklahoma State goes down.
1: John Rice Plumley.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's the, that's the best name, one hundred percent. There's no nobody beating that. Um, <laughs> I'll I'll just throw one out there, I guess. Damn, Oklahoma State got some boring ass names. Yo, defensive Hudson player PCF. I I win. Hudson Cack. Oh, <laughs> punter. Damn, can't forget about him.
1: I was. Do you got Traymon Morris Brash? Yeah, that's all, Walter Yates the third. Quadric Bullard. We're done.
0: Second to last on defense for UCF. Quadric. That's a sick-ass name. Bro has to have big quads. (laughs) All right, next game. Texas Tech, unranked, 16. Number 16, Kansas, 13. A game-winning field goal for Texas Tech. Seals this one. Just a low-scoring game, of course. But... Just a solid defensive effort by two Big 12 teams. Yeah. Kansas is trash. Yeah. Cole Ballard was so bad. I believe Jason Bean is their starting quarterback. I think he went out really early. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Um, Just, yeah. Yeah. Not a good game, uh, really, for anyone. Texas Tech wasn't great either, other than Taj Brooks. But then again, on Kansas' side, Devin Neal, 19 carries, 137 a touchdown. Taj Brooks had 33 carries, 133 and a touchdown. Um, but those are the only two guys that really had great games. Duran Bradley had a pretty solid game receiving, four receptions, 91 yards. But this is college football. If you want to have a good receiving performance, you get 120. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, shout out C.J. Baskerville. Eleven total tackles, ten solo.
1: Great name, too.
0: Yep. What about Dadrian Taylor Demerson?
1: I like that. Quentin S-
0: Skinner. Nice. Baylor Cup. Braylon Lux. Coy Eakin. Josiah Pierre. Jason Bean. Cornell Wheeler. I like I like Jason Bean. Yeah, Jason Bean's solid. What about Kobe Bryant? R.I.P.
1: Oh, all right. We're done. We're
0: done. All right. Now we get into our ranked matchups. So all the top teams, well, the top 10 teams, um, Ohio State, unfortunately, number one, Ohio State 38, uh, the clusterfuck it is Michigan State three. Fucking Ooh. shit show. Yeah. Your quarterback had less than a hundred yards. Your leading rusher had 52 yards and your leading receiver had 23 yards, um, Wow. Kyle McCord had a good game? But let's be honest, it was really Marvin Harrison Jr. had a good game. Yeah. (laughs) That man was making some ridiculous catches. Same with Cade Stover. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of sucks that Emeka Agbuka's been useless this season. Yeah,
1: right. His his, uh, draft stock is definitely just...
0: Yeah, they, they've they been... Obviously, they target Marvin Harrison Jr. a shitload. Like, the guy's probably going to go, like, number two overall. But, like, Emeka Igbuka has, like, first-round talent, and they're just not targeting. Yeah. Same goes for Julian Fleming. Great player, not getting the ball. Mm-hmm. Cade Stover's been getting it a lot. Is... Does uh, Igbuka have the chance
1: to stay? I think so. He might. He should. But then
0: again, I think Cade Stover and Julian Fleming can't even go to the draft yet.
1: Yeah, but let Ibuka. Be a legit wide receiver.
0: One, yeah, that's true. I agree. But
1: uh, yeah, this game. This game. Yeah, was this scoring. game sucked. Oh, uh,
0: we'll Michigan go one. State's one low, name right. for each of us. You got to pick a good one. I got Davinson, uh, Ig Igbinoson.
1: Okay, I I like that. Let me get Michael O'Shaughnessy.
0: Solid. Fuck
1: it. Classic.
0: Shred up ginger. Yes, uh-huh. sir. All right, number four, Florida State, twenty-seven. Miami 20 a hard-fought Ooh. game it was close it was really close um you can't tell me that Washington had a better win uh so don't try that um but yeah look Jordan Travis had a great game 19 for 31 265 one touchdown I wouldn't say great good good game got sacked a lot a lot um but Trey Benson had a solid game, especially, you know, considering the two touchdowns. It just seemed like Keon Coleman was getting locked down. And um I got to talk about a guy that we talked about going into this season as at least I did. I don't remember if you brought him up, but was going to be one of the, the best defensive players in the ACC. Cameron Kitchens had a fantastic game here. He was applying so much pressure to Keon Coleman and Johnny Wilson in this game. Like it, it was ridiculous. Um, so Cameron Kinchins had a great game, but Jacoby George in the receiving game was awesome. They shut down Xavier Restrepo to six targets for no catches. That's yep. insane. It's, Restrepo's been one of their best all year, but Jacoby George kind of made up for his absence. Five receptions, 153, two touchdowns. But uh, Tyler Van Dyke has to come into the game as Emory Williams stretches out, gets the first down, and uh, his arm got shattered. Um shout out Kalen Deloach been awesome this season. He has another great one 10 total tackles and two sacks. Um but a lot of um questionable refereeing, questionable replay. So you have that the, a safety. the safety. That, that
1: was a safety. <laughs> you have I'm sorry. what
0: should have been a safety. I don't mind it. Uh I think it was a great call. Um Yeah,
1: I'm sure you do motherfucker.
0: I'm sure um, you do. And then you also have the missed targeting call where the guy literally had his hands down on his side, bent his knees, and loaded up and led into Jordan Travis's head with his head. That is just the textbook targeting. Can't launch, can't lead with the helmet. He did both. Uh, And then they're like, nope, didn't target. Crazy. Uh, Yeah, like this this game was insane, but... um, Yeah, shout-out to uh, Francisco Maui Goa. Two sacks, two and a half tackles for loss for Miami. He was great. Um, For me, look, Florida State, uh, they weren't – on defense, it seemed like we could not stop the run. And on offense, it seemed like every single pass that was for more than 10, 20 yards just sucked. It was always off target. It was always into traffic. Obviously outside of Jakee Douglas's sixty two yard catch. Um, we didn't have a catch over twenty six yards. That's an issue considering we have good deep threat wide receivers like Johnny Wilson and like Keon Coleman that are super physical, super fast, can get down the field. That's concerning to me, but considering this is a big rivalry game, you got a, a loud, packed house in Tallahassee. Um it's hard it's a hard place to play, even if you're the home team. So um yeah, look, I'm happy we won. I'm happy we're still undefeated. And um yeah, I'm happy we're gonna remain the number four team in the nation.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Uh no names. No names. We're moving on. Uh number six, Oregon versus USC. Oregon This was close. It was close. Uh Oregon wins 36-27. And the Trojans fall to 7-4. Oh, 5-3 in conference. Yeah. Well, there's some teams that are maybe worse uh, in conference play. Yeah, the, uh, the Pac-12, that were a little overhyped coming into the yeah. season, we'll say. Uh, but, yeah, Caleb Williams didn't have a bad game, per se. Missed a lot of passes, though. 19 for 34, 291 in a touchdown. Um, they couldn't really run the ball, which kind of makes sense. But Bo Nix is fucking believable. But oh, four twelve for four tutties, Oof. yeah. And then uh, he also, um, sorry. And then Bucky Irving, nineteen carries, one hundred eighteen yards and a touchdown on the ground. But you have Troy Franklin and Tez Johnson both over one twenty five. Tez with seven receptions, one hundred twenty six yards and two touchdowns. But the just absolutely mind boggling statistic: Troy Franklin, two receptions, one hundred forty seven yards and a touchdown. A long of eighty four, <laughs> crazy. How do you do that, dude? That's insane. And one of his catches,
1: he like he had another like fifty yard catch, but he tripped and ate shit. Yeah, and he probably would have had a tutty too. So yeah. that that could have been three catches for two months, tutties yeah, for, for like, like two hundred yards. Yeah, that that would have been insane. I'm absurd.
0: Sorry. It's absurd. Um, yeah, it just. Oregon was just a little bit too much for USC. This is probably one of the better performances in the last couple weeks, at least all around, by USC. But Oregon's just too much for them.
1: Agreed. Yeah. You know, we'd like to see, you know, Caleb Williams is getting that one-yard touchdown run or, like, that one rushing touchdown he gets every week. But, you know, 19 for 34 is not really something we see from Caleb Williams. You know, Yeah. yeah, he still had 291 passes, but one throwing touchdown... Come on now, you got weapons, you got Brendan Rice, you got Deuce Robinson, Dorian Singer.
0: Dorian Singer had one reception that whole game. Mario Williams, I don't even think he had a reception. He had one pass. Yeah, that's insane. Yeah, so I don't know. Lincoln Riley's got some things to think over. Uh, he does have a bowl game, though, uh, barely. But let's barely. Uh, <laughs> let's move on to the next game, number 7, Texas, 29. Unranked TCU twenty six in Quinn Ewers return. It's inexcusable.
1: Inexcusable. You got your starter back. Here's the thing: Quinn Ewers did his thing. Oh yeah, twenty two for thirty three, three seventeen. A Tutty Butt had a pick. Jonathan, Jonathan Brooks, Brooks twenty one carries, one hundred and four yards with two touchdowns. And you even had C.J. Baxter getting in on the fun: eighteen carries, sixty one yards.
0: Yeah. Xavier Worthy had a great game as well. Like, this offense was rolling. Defense was yeah. ass. You should yeah, not yeah, be right. giving up these kind of numbers to TCU. You had Josh yeah. Hoover, 24 for 36, 302, two touchdowns through one pick. Imani Bailey, 21 carries, 98 yards, and one touchdown. And Savion Williams in uh you know receiving 11 receptions, 164, one touchdown. This Texas team should not be giving up these kind of points to this TCU team. This four coming into this game, four and five TCU Horn Frogs team.
1: Yeah, yo, shout out JoJo Earl, Alabama transfer. Yeah, one reception for three yards. What oh, a guy! Yeah, yeah. I'm glad you're doing better than you know winning national championships in Alabama.
0: Well, you, he didn't.
1: I'm pretty sure he was a freshman with uh, with our last win.
0: I He's a junior short. right now. Uh yeah, so, so
1: he he came right after our last one
0: Yeah. So he's only ever seen Georgia win a national title while he's been in college football.
1: Yeah. So why the fuck you got TCU?
0: <laughs> Couldn't tell you. Um Yeah. Texas should have lost this game. Texas should have lost. TCU put up them. 20 in the fourth quarter.
1: Yeah. Crazy.
0: Texas put
1: up 3 points in the second half.
0: Yeah. That's absurd. Like, that fourth quarter was crazy. I was watching a little bit of it. Like, you look at it, and the fourth quarter, uh, where does it start? Yeah, so it starts, uh, TCU scores a touchdown right at the beginning of the fourth quarter. 14 minutes left in the fourth quarter, they score a touchdown. Texas kicks the field goal the next drive. TCU scores a touchdown, and then Texas punts. TCU scores a touchdown. Um, and then Texas runs out the clock at the end. But like, that's crazy.
1: Yeah, this game should not have been that.
0: No, not at all.
1: And we'll talk later on what we think that affects Texas.
0: Yeah, possibly. Uh but our uh, our next matchup, number eight, Alabama forty nine, Kentucky twenty one. Kentucky choking again against the top ten team.
1: Just going to throw it and say that it should have been 49-14. That was a clear fumble, and the fact that you don't even want to review that is absolutely insane. Like, it's so dumb.
0: Yeah. Jalen Milrow getting it done in the air and on the ground again. 15 for 22, 234, three touchdowns. Did throw a pick, though. Uh, Jalen Milrow on the ground. Eight carries, 36 yards, three touchdowns. (laughs) Crazy. You guys were spreading the ball out of the backfield a lot. James McClellan had nine carries. Jalen Milrow had eight. Justice Haynes had six. Roydell Williams had six. Jam Miller had six. They were giving out that ball for free. And um, honestly, like, the receiving game was kind of interesting because, like, you would typically see one of these guys have a great game, but they also spread out the ball a lot in the receiving game.
1: Yeah, and I think that plays a lot with uh, Jermaine Burton being sick and not being in the game. Um, You know, Kobe Prentice was our leading receiver with four receptions for 74 yards and a touchdown. But Jalen Hale, uh, really making his Alabama debut, hasn't really played that much this season. One catch, 51 yards. Amari Nyblack, two receptions, 38 yards and a touchdown. And then you got Roydell Williams, two. Two receptions. CJ Dupree, one reception. Isaiah Bond, two receptions. And it's just like Jalen Millro is just spreading the ball. You know, he was yeah. letting everybody eat a little bit. Because, you know, coming late in the season, everybody needs to be ready to make plays. Yeah. So expect to see the same thing against Chattanooga next week. <laughs> no, honestly, I think Ty Simpson gets the start. I think If really? anything, Jalen Millro plays one quarter.
0: Yeah. He'll probably Ty play in the first half. Ty Simpson looked good for his like little he attempted stint. Three passes and he had one completion for fifty-one yards.
1: No, but just like he looked much better than other games I've yeah. seen him
0: in. You know, he looked a lot more confident. Remember when you wanted him to be the starter?
1: Yeah, I mean, I still I do think like he's capable of being a starter. Yeah. And I think. Like, because what year is Jalen, is Jalen Milrow, is he a junior, I want to say? Uh, sophomore. Sophomore. Okay, yeah. Ty Still Simpson, got
0: one um, more year of him.
1: St- Ty Simpson, I'm sorry. Oh, Ty. We'll see at least one full year from Ty Simpson after Jalen Milrow.
0: Or is he going to transfer? I don't think so. Don't know? I don't think so. Maybe he wants to start as a sophomore. Get two years under his belt before he goes to the league.
1: That's cool. Go to TCU.
0: Maybe they'll make the college football playoff over you guys again. <laughs> All right, but yeah, Kentucky kind of sucks still. Uh, definitely yeah. really sucks. Ray Davis got shut down uh, outside of his two touchdowns, but yeah, it one was good. Uh, one,
1: bad. one was a two yard touchdown run. I don't yeah. care. Yeah, that should have he should have never had the opportunity.
0: Yep. All right, we both get to pick, pick one name from each team. No Kool Aid McKinstry.
1: Okay, uh, uh, I'll, I'll me... let you go know first.
0: Yeah, Kentucky, Demi Sumo, Carnegie, Carn Carnegie, yeah, Carnegie. Doesn't count.
1: You can't pronounce the name,
0: man. <laughs> All right, for Kentucky, give me, Dirk Jackson. I would assume that's Dierick. I like Dirk. I don't think it is. Uh, Bama, give me Jam Miller. Oh,
1: you? I know. I, you like Jam Miller? Yeah, I fuck with Jam. I'm going with my guy, you know,
0: Amari Nye Black. Fuck, that, yeah, that name solid. hits. It does. Uh, honorable mention, Jamarian Latham. Honorable mention, Jaheim Otis. All right. Uh, that's all the big games. Any games you want to talk about? Uh, possibly Colorado losing their uh, sixth game in the Pac-12.
1: Yeah, that. Like, you know, they, Arizona's hot. You know, Arizona looks good. They do. Um, they just but, keep
0: beating teams that they maybe shouldn't all the time. Yeah. This is the one LSU, they should have won.
1: But. LSU let Florida hang around way too long. Yeah, they did. But For other sure. than that, uh, Iowa. oh
0: Duke, North Carolina going into yeah. two overtimes. Two overtimes. As as UNC does. They can't get the deal done in regulation. Um yeah. I would like to talk about Iowa real quick. Iowa okay. beat Rutgers twenty two to zero. Um and it was not good. Not not fun. So you start off the game, Iowa misses a field goal on the first drive. And Ooh. then you go punt, 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 Iowa field goal after a 10-play, 37-yard drive. Oh, then you go yikes. punt, interception, end of half. Punt, 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 field goal, five plays, 54 yards. Probably the most explosive Iowa's looked all season. Punt, touchdown. They, they get a touchdown. They move down the the field super slow, uh, and they burn, like, six minutes on that drive. Uh, And then they go for two, and they fail it. Uh, Rutgers punts. (laughs) Iowa, 12 plays, 44 yards at a field goal. Makes it 15-0. Rutgers, first play of the drive, interception. Three plays later, Iowa, touchdown. Rutgers, punt. Iowa runs out the last four minutes of the game. What the fuck? Rucker's punter was getting some work in, bro. It was, it was 3-0 until there was four minutes left on the clock in the third quarter.
1: Bro, it was 6 nothing going into the fourth quarter.
0: Yeah.
1: That's horrible.
0: Yeah. Uh, shout out to Hawkeyes. One of their Probably best big... offensive performances of the year.
1: Uh, yeah, yeah <laughs> fuck that, bro. They're shit. That's really the only good games I will say. Virginia Louisville was really close that Thursday. Yeah, night. it was. That was a I don't really know if good you game. Talked about that?
0: No, we didn't. But yeah, it was a it was a very good game.
1: Yeah, but other than
0: that, you want to what are we doing
1: previewing the
0: next uh, week? Or no, we- we're gonna do our top tens. Oh, let's uh, let's go ahead and get into that. We hit the two hour mark right on the head, and um, yeah, let's get into our college football top ten rankings. Last week we started with the first couple people out, right? Yeah, like I think we started we like counted down. I think we started twelve we did twelve and eleven. Okay. Well I got a thirteen. Okay. Is that cool? Yeah. Okay. Um my number thirteen is Ole Miss.
1: That's who I have at thirteen as well. Okay.
0: My twelve is Penn State. Yeah. Okay. My eleven is
1: Missouri. I put 11 Oregon State.
0: Oh, you have Missouri jumping Oregon State. I got Missouri at 10. Okay. Yeah. I got Oregon State at 10. Yeah. I don't know. I just, I
1: think like Missouri's one loss was a close game against, actually, no, the, yeah, there are two losses. Yeah. LSU in a very high scoring game, and then Georgia by one score. Yeah. Like, come on now.
0: No, I thought it was a 15 point game. Was it 15? I think so. I think
1: it was – no, it was nine. Nine-point game. Nine-point. So seven. two, two score. Still very close. Yeah. But, yeah, I got Mizzou at 10.
0: Okay. Uh, I got Louisville at nine. Louisville is at nine. They're good, man. Though they have yeah. one loss to a very bad pit team, they're very good. Yeah. Number eight, give me Texas. Yep, Same. Yeah, I'm sorry. Alabama I think, I jumps Texas. Up. Yeah, Alabama had to jump Texas. Oregon, I, I of think, course, keeps their spot. Yeah, so we got Alabama seven, yep. Oregon six, yep. Washington, Washington
1: five. five, Florida State four, yep. Ohio State three.
0: I have Michigan three. Mich- you got Michigan three? Yeah, I I got Ohio State three. This is Michigan's first fucking opponent. It of is the whole year. I I here's
1: the thing. Ohio Why? State has at least beat Notre Dame. No, those flip for me. Like those, it's like it. They yeah. just like flip between two and three for the rest of the season. Until like I'm giving
0: a, I'm giving Ohio State the benefit of the doubt over Michigan because they scored more points on Penn State, and that's it. Yeah. then uh, okay. Georgia number one. Georgia is back be.
1: number one where they
0: they belong as it should be. Yep. Yeah, that was like the easiest list ever. Yeah, that was. <laughs> <laughs> tell me who is going to be number twenty-five next week. Couldn't fucking possibly tell you. Oh, uh, yeah, I got it. It's, uh, it's Liberty. Liberty is going to be 25 next could week. Could be. Could be. Uh, it won't just, be JMU because they can't make the playoff.
1: Oklahoma dropped nine spots. Or Oklahoma State dropped nine spots. In the AP? Game. Yeah,
0: Damn. nine spots. Yeah, CFP poll will come out on Tuesday. Uh, but for now, you just have to trust what we have to say.
1: Yeah, 100%. Are <laughs> right, you, you ready should. to get into some matchups?
0: Uh, yeah, let's talk about next week in college football. Only spent two minutes on the it, top ten. So it was that easy.
1: It was that easy. It's like matchups.
0: <laughs> but yeah, there's a uh, there's a couple of good matchups. It's kind of a cupcake week because like it's this next week and there's rivalry week. Um, for a couple of teams, it's cupcake week. For others, not not at all. Uh, for some some games still aren't even scheduled. Uh... <laughs> give, me, give me Washington, Oregon State. Okay. Uh, give me UGA, Tennessee just the class like, you know give me north carolina clemson give me utah arizona yeah mm. sir kansas kansas state yep uh michigan maryland don't sleep yeah don't sleep talia don't sleep, don't sleep.
1: missouri florida mm. i think that i think that could be closer than expected yeah i i agree uh,
0: and, um here's the here's the thing why the fuck sleep. why am i getting division 2 championship games showing up on here
1: Yeah, that I don't know. That's weird. But yo, give me, give me. Also, fuck, fuck
0: the Division Three Championship, uh, the Division Three Playoff Committee for not selecting nine and one Barry College. That's bullshit. They lost one game to the number four team in the nation, who happened to be in their conference, so they couldn't win the conference championship. Shout out to Barry Vikings. Shout out Jared and Jake (laughs) Wyckham. Shout out uh, Walker as well.
1: But back to what I was saying, give me LSU-Georgia State.
0: Yeah. Yep. <laughs> it's going to be a blowout, yeah. but Georgia State. Putting off of the city, baby. Yeah. Also, Dude, the over-under
1: line James is 71 and a half.
0: <laughs> yeah, because LSU is going to put up fucking 69. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Dude, also,
1: uh, let's see. What else we got? Uh, yeah, Lake Charleston North.
0: versus New Haven. First round of the D2 playoffs. <laughs>
1: Why do I feel like Ohio or Iowa State could potentially upset Texas?
0: Sneaky. Do they have the next Brock Purdy on their team right now? That... I don't know. But All it's, right. uh Bonus bonus State? treat. Bonus treat. Two shit teams facing off on Friday night. Colorado, Washington State. Both four and six. Both one and six in the Pac-12. Bonus treat. 63 and a half line. You're just going to get to watch Travis Hunter and Shiloh Sanders Pummel Cam Ward all game. And you get to see Travis Hunter catch passes from Shador Sanders all game.
1: Yeah. Get out of me, bro. All right. What? Grayson, I think it's time.
0: It's time for a hot take?
1: I think it's time for some hot takes.
0: Okay. I'm going to let you start off. You're eager to eager to go.
1: Ooh. All right. You already know. Alabama gonna upset the dogs in the SEC Championship and we are gonna see the Crimson Tide roll into the top four, baby.
0: Woo! Are you sure about that?
1: I am positive, sir. Okay. Write it down. Write it down. Are and you sure you.
0: they make it into the yeah. playoff?
1: Yeah, hear me out. All right. So listen. Between Ohio State and Michigan, whoever loses that's out of the playoff. Correct yeah Here's the thing. You still got the Pac-12 championship as well. Yeah. Washington wins. Boom. Or, Oregon's out for good. Yep. That's two losses. They're out for good. Yep. Alabama upsets Georgia. I think that earns them a spot in the top four. Because if Maybe. we look at it right now, so Texas not going to come close. They're going to lose another game before. The
0: thing is, is that there. your one loss is to... The dump, um,
1: like it is to Texas,
0: yeah. But Texas doesn't look great, and they I think they're gonna they're they st- might continue to drop, yeah. But they're still they're still yeah, up there for sure, yeah. I'm not taking and that away have- from you. But if you're trying to say you're better than Texas, first of all, you both have one loss, yeah. They're gonna have another and loss, they Count me out. might have the conference championship. Listen, Georgia, final- Georgia is going to have one loss, and it's to you. And that's yeah. it. You, are you? Can I say
1: my final four real
0: yeah. quick? All right. Number one, give me Florida State. I don't think they'll be number one. Oh, yeah. Whoever whoever wins the Just Big Ten, give me number one. What about when they both have losses? Nobody's losing to fucking Iowa or Wisconsin. Michigan's getting upset at this next week, bro. Oh. Maryland is upsetting Michigan. Colin, do you remember what happened when you said Maryland was going to upset Ohio State?
1: Just listen, baby. Just <laughs> listen.
0: Listen. here. I'm manifesting this shit okay. right now. i yeah. okay. Have
1: at it, bro. Maryland upsets Michigan. Okay. Michigan then upsets Ohio State. Yeah. Both of them. And then what is it? So then they play each other, right? No, they don't play each other because nope. they're on the same side. Then they got to play some whoever Iowa. wins. Uh,
0: Out of that place, Iowa. Well, yeah, well, I guess, yeah, whoever wins because they'd have the head There
1: is a path. There is a path.
0: There is a path.
1: path. We got this shit. All All you have
0: to do is beat Georgia, and the rest lies in the hands of everybody else. Yeah. That's what matters right now. You got to beat Chattanooga, and you got to beat Auburn, and you got to beat Georgia. Everything else lies in the hands of the beholder.
1: And just wait till Georgia loses to fucking Georgia Tech.
0: No, that's not happening. <laughs> Shut up.
1: Ah, Shut up. Ah, it's enough. Of hey, that. hey, lock in, because Jalen Milroe is about to take y'all for a ride. All right. Yeah. To uh. To Cancun uh, football, baby.
0: Yeah, the Sun Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> the the, the Tiger Sun Bowl. Um. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Sure.
1: Versus, spit me some hot takes, baby. All Let's right. hear it.
0: There's not a best team in the NFL. Oh, I was hesitant to have the conversation earlier because I wanted to save it for now. There is not a best team in the NFL. You can't convince me otherwise. No Eagles? No.
1: Really? No. Yeah, explain why the Eagles.
0: Go look at the games. Go look at the results of their games. Week one, Patriots. They win by five. We know what the Patriots are now. That's bad. They beat the Vikings 34-28. We know what the Vikings were at that point. They're, to only win okay. by six points, so you got a five-point victory, a six-point victory, and then their best win, possibly, is over the Buccaneers at twenty-five to eleven. It's their best winning margin, fourteen points.
1: You don't like their best win, the Dolphins. 31-7. I'm getting
0: there. I'm getting there. Okay. Okay. Commanders three-point victory that I believe was in overtime in that first one. Okay. Rams, not good. Rams suck. You should be putting up way more than twenty three on the Rams. You should be holding them to less than fourteen. You lose to the fucking Jets with Zach Wilson. You can only put up with this amazing offense. You can only put up fourteen points. Okay, the Dolphins, great win, great win. But we've talked about the Dolphins are frauds. Yeah. we have multiple times now. They can't win against. Over 500 teams, obviously over 500 teams. Commanders, close one again. Cowboys probably should have lost. They gave them so many chances to win that game. Cowboys end up not getting it, but the Eagles probably should have lost. I don't think their victories are good enough for me. I think the Chiefs are kind of boring. They just don't score enough points. The Lions have that ugly loss to the Ravens. The Ravens now have this loss to the Browns that puts them at three losses. The 49ers have the three loss skid. Now the Jaguars have now lost three games, one of them being to the 49ers. So they're obviously not better than the 49ers. You go down the list: Dolphins, frauds, Steelers. What the fuck? How are they six and three? Uh, Seahawks certainly shouldn't be six and three. Browns, probably the same thing. Cowboys should probably be better, but they aren't. Um, vikings texans bengals like there's not a best team in the nfl right now
1: okay you've convinced me yeah i'm glad that was that's some great explanation there thank you
0: yeah there's just there's not a best team in the nfl it's crazy
1: yo are we gonna see a sneaky playoff run from the texans (laughs) yo great wouldn't it be crazy if the texans just like ran through the postseason Mm -hmm. and uh
0: Won the Won the su- going soupy for the Texans.
1: Let me get a. Let me get a Detroit Lions, a Houston Texans Super Bowl.
0: <laughs> that would be insane. First, first Super Bowl appearances for both teams.
1: That yeah, that could happen.
0: It could. It definitely could. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Bet you might as well come up with position. a new
0: pick because your your Super Bowl picks not happening.
1: Yeah. Neither of them.
0: Yeah. But, but yeah. Uh yeah. Panthers still have the first overall pick. There we go. Well, they don't. The Bears do. Patriots the are fighting for it. No, they've already won too many games. Patriots <laughs> are two and eight. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Panthers aren't winning another fucking game. Ah, uh, knowing them, they'll beat the Falcons. <sighs> yeah, that's fair.
1: Young shovel throw for like four hundred yeah. yards and like- I'm
0: assuming the Giants have their first round pick this year right yeah yeah they're gonna fucking need that um all right yeah that's uh that's stake your claim that's second is short um make sure you guys are sharing the podcast with all of your friends family professors uh homeless people that live outside of your apartment uh salvation Army workers that you see outside of uh retail stores when you walk in them do, during the holiday season. Yep. Uh Shriners share the podcast with them. One
1: second. Just just so y'all aren't like, you know, like why aren't we getting updates on Sunday night football? Here's an update.
0: Middle of third quarter, the score is nine to nine. Yeah. Three field goals from updates. each team. I was trying to just lose this game from memory. <laughs> game I, I so wanted fun. I wanted you to listen to this podcast in the morning and be like Wasn't there a game on last night? Why didn't they talk about it? I wanted you to forget it had happened.
1: It is horrible.
0: Yeah. Nine to nine.
1: It it, it has caused me to become or to get in last place.
0: You know how much better it would have been if Zach Wilson got that touchdown? Yeah. This would be a way cooler game.
1: Yep. Break Uh, the legs, got fifteen points.
0: Yeah. Okay, but yeah, like what I was saying. Sharing, share with everybody. Like I said, Shriners uh, on freeways, um, Salvation Army employees, uh, workers uh, standing outside of a Walmart, uh, ringing a bell, any of them. Just tell them about Second and Short. Spread that holiday cheer with your favorite podcast and um, make sure that you're looking below us and you're liking and following uh, that's what colin's doing right now on his phone actually he's liking following yeah. commenting subscribing sharing yeah see it's it's his phone's on and everything um rating five stars on apple music go ahead colin go ahead and show the people how to rate five stars on apple podcasts
1: yeah i don't have apple
0: go go on spotify
1: i'll go on spotify Here go, we go on
0: spotify you pull up the second and short podcast and i'm sure you've listened to three episodes right yeah absolutely perfect that means you can rate five stars on spotify So everybody go to the YouTube right now if you're just listening, and who's going to give you a video instructions on how to rate three star or five stars, not three stars, five stars on Spotify. You go
1: go to the little three dots, and you go where it says rate show, rate it, and you go one, two, three, four, five, submit. That's a five star rating right there. How
0: crazy is that? How quick did that just happen? Like five seconds? Maybe less. Because you're already listening to it right now on Spotify. There you go. But if you're listening on Apple Music, I'll show you how to do it. Or Apple Podcasts, I'll show you how to do it real quick. Look, open my phone. Scroll over. Apple Podcasts. Oh, look at that. What was I just listening to? Episode 101 of Second and Short? That's crazy. Okay. Okay. (laughs) You look... That. Look at all that! Oh, oh, oh! I can't see it's it. can't see it. It's done. It's already done. The deed is done. Five star review right now. Done. Look at that. Look at that. And you can write a review and tell us um, how cute Colin is. <laughs> hey, I'm just kidding. Don't tell him that. Don't do it. I don't need to hear the ego that comes from that. Uh, so guys, just once again, make sure you're liking, following, subscribing, commenting, um, all that stuff. Oh, good. Yeah what he said pumpkin um <laughs> that holidays far gone now but uh yeah we'll see you guys uh i'll see you guys on friday call to see you guys next week um yeah peace, peace.